Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, welcome back to a special edition of Creators Outlet. Don't you hate it? Now, I know because I just started streaming that that is my daughter's mother calling me. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I don't want to speak her. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I didn't want to see her in my apartment last night, but she showed up, so I sent her out to get me a nice coffee. <laughs> so first of all, we want to tell everybody that uh, all our streams are TV, MA, and a whole bunch of other alphabet letters, including these. And uh, you're going to hear some fucking F-bombs, probably. And as always, please subscribe, comment, and share. Find us at Creators Outlet on YouTube and every place else and you can just scan the qr code up above and uh find me on link tree and every place i am uh and i'm gonna get all the use out of this that i can because in a month this meme will not be funny anymore because it won't make any sense so (laughs) 
something else for the art for the art yeah. show and uh just go from there so yeah yeah <laughs> how, so, how, how to uh, how to kill your business in one afternoon <laughs> uh, well they they all do it what it is uh and it's not so much the company doing it it's uh like visa mastercard in the banks uh they don't want anything to do with dirty money uh, which is funny because they deal with the government all the time and that's all dirty money yeah um you know marvel in dc uh is dirty money yeah um and hold on hold on a second uh, i'm sorry it's all right Well, that was fun, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> uh, when I didn't answer my phone, she immediately started blowing up my daughter's cell phone. No. <laughs> and I could hear, as soon as my daughter opened up her bedroom door, I could I could hear her screaming on the phone. It's an emergency. I have to talk. It's not an emergency. There is, <laughs> there's a hurricane coming our way in the Northeast. Oh. And, uh, They've been issuing uh, the uh, the sound that they use for amber alerts and uh, and weather warnings. Ooh. 
which uh, I know as uh, the dial-up tone from AOL. Um, yeah, it does <laughs> sound like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that's what separates the last, you know, my generation and my daughter's generation is uh, to that, to them, uh, that's a phone alert. Uh, yeah. To me, uh, that is either a fax machine or AOL dial-up. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but like, we, I live on the second floor of a factory, and we're we're right by the water, but uh, it's a it's an inlet river, so I'm not really worried about it. You know, I'm on the second level, but I guess uh, where her mother lives in Rhode Island, uh, that area is like right on the bay, uh, and they're already saying uh, this whole town, uh, you're all going to get flooded out, so you should probably leave and go someplace safe. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, she's. Geez. She's panicking, uh, probably expecting me to say, well, you guys can come over here. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> uh, she can, you know, she can go to, like, her brother's or her dad's or, like, she'll, she'll probably just, you know, crash one of her friend's houses or something. Yeah. Just get just get out of that area to, uh, you know, get more in. But yeah. either way, uh, <laughs> we're... we're we're back with Daniel Parker and Angel's Awakening. Uh, yes. In demand. In demand, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, been uh, been quite a quite an amazing ride so far uh, with this book. Um, so, I, 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 of course, uh, you were on a stream with me when the book got funded, and uh, that was mm -hmm. a yeah, that was that was a huge. Uh, Huge, relief huge relief yes <laughs> yes huge relief and uh and as you can see we've uh you know we've got made three hundred dollars in funding since then and uh we're five backers away from 100 so oh uh, nice yeah so we're we're looking really good right now keeping it going now have you uh have you started fulfillment yet not yet um I'm hoping to start doing that in the next two or three weeks or well, well, not fulfill. Well, um, I still have to get like the print file together and then, um, and then obviously figure out the, uh, I've got to figure out the shipping thing, uh, distribution because, um, I'm going to be moving in about six weeks. And so with my move and everything, I'm not going to be able to send it out on myself mainly because mm -hmm. I'm not going to have a return address because where I'm moving to, I haven't found a place yet. So, uh, so I've got to find it. So I'm going to uh, find a shipping uh, <coughs> distribution place for the books, but uh, I'm hoping uh, within the next, you know, couple of weeks, I'll be able to uh, get the print files together. And then uh, once that's done, uh, I'm going to shut the campaign down <coughs> and, uh, yeah, then uh, start moving into fulfillment from there. Get the get it printed, get sent to the printers, and all that all that good stuff. <clears throat> have you spoken with RJ from Critical Blast? I have not. You should reach out to RJ from Critical Blast. This is what he does now. Mm. Well, on top of his streams and everything else, uh, and and his own books, um, he is doing fulfillment. You can, uh, once everything's done, you can, uh, or you should talk to him prior, but uh, 
you can get like the books printed, uh, shipped to him. He will fulfill it. He will fulfill them all. Pack everything, you know, but you know, whatever extras and bonus things and everything, he'll pack everything up and, uh, and ship it all out. He's, uh, he's been doing quite a few campaigns. Uh, he's handling the U S distribution for a lot of, uh, CG UK ones. Uh, Mark V just wrapped up, uh, the sin killer and he's in Portugal. Oh, wow. So, uh, the UK people are getting it from, uh, Mike Jimmy, uh, Rasha De Bruin that does Life on Cora. He's doing the fulfillment on the European side. You know, so basically any place that's not the United States. Uh, And uh, (laughs) and, uh, uh, RJ is doing everything else. Okay. So, uh, you know, it's... He he gets he gets, you know he he'll get everything in and he'll go he'll go through and and you know work the best deal possible with you and all. Yeah, cool. Area, uh, how's it going, guys? Hey, Area. What's up, brother? Good to see you too. Yeah. Um, I would come on camera today, but I am so tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's two a.m. and I just finished my uh my day job. So how's it going, guys? Um, what are we looking at? Uh, we're looking at Daniel's campaign. Uh, it is still in demand, and he is fast approaching a hundred backers. Wow! Yeah, yeah, that's something I'm jealous of because you know a hundred backers is like the uh, everyone wants to get there. That's kind of uh, what do you want to call it? Like the uh, the first big hurdle, one hundred backers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey Rob. Hey, hey. how are you guys doing? Good. His future's so bright, he's got to wear shades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my eyes just look like like small pits, and that's why. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning here. <laughs> yeah, Rob and I are the, the woe is me, we're up late crowd. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just going to let Aria get on with it. I'm going back to bed. See you, dude. <laughs> this is this is the thank Christ tomorrow Saturday crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. I've like I'm at the end of my campaign. I'm literally in the last ten days, mm-hmm. so I've had a guts full of streaming. Like this is the final push for me. Cool, cool. And cool. Uh, so there's that. Uh, uh, Somebody's doing a second attempt at a at a mailing list. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you. Uh, uh, for rattle and roll two, and uh, twisted fairy tales is uh, is still in demand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they have three they have three projects to show. Yes, you know, bargain bin. Big package. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the big package. That's what I, I bought when I. That's what I bought when I backed Mavericks. The big package. Big package. <laughs> nice. I don't think we'll ever lose that. I think You're every campaign in the future. 
it, every campaign we'll we'll do in the future is going to have a big package. Well, you got you got to have one of those because there's always there's always a few of us nuts that are you know going to go all you know go all in. That right now, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, Danny, you're fast approaching a hundred backers. Uh, Daniel's issue is that he is getting ready to move. And uh, I was telling to uh, contact RJ uh, over a critical blast about fulfillment because he doesn't ha- he doesn't have an, an address for where he's moving yet. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Are you are you moving to San Francisco? Hell no. Okay, I'm, I got I got I got to check because there's a bunch of people there that don't have addresses either. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm opposite side of the country i'm moving i'm moving to florida oh yeah well you know you can live on the beach for for a day or two you know yeah you know no masks no social distancing yeah (laughs) good times yeah (laughs) so yeah i was telling to to hit up rj and uh and talk to him about uh fulfillment because that way once he once he's done with all the stuff he has to do with the print file and all that stuff he can he can send it all to uh, to RJ and you know he'll take care of it and you know could be in touch with you you know through the you know through the entire time you know on Twitter and stuff and uh, keep I like the uh, I like the whole everybody recommends RJ as if he's just you know RJ that bloke RJ and not the fact uh, that we all have thousands of miles between us. We're a very tight knit <laughs> community for a bunch of people who've never met each other. Yeah, right. He's, he's a guy to go to. He's a guy. I got, I got a guy. You know, it, you know, it's it's the it's the it's the guy that's taking like big caseloads of books from everybody over in the you know in Europe and other points closer to Europe, uh, and you know, getting them here in a lower cost, big giant box. Uh, or as Rob, Rob would say, big package. There you go. <laughs> and then he opens said big package and he assembles everything and, you know, gets everything uh, checked and double checked and, and ships it all, you know, ships everything out and, you know, you're all done. And I'm like, wow, what kind of sadist is he that he wants to <laughs> do fulfillment for, you know, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Go. I I know he get I know he gets paid, but oh, man, you you, you yeah. have to have ODT, right? Yeah, uh. <laughs> I don't have ODT, but I got a couple of ODB albums. So uh... <laughs> you know, so, I'm on the cusp of understanding that old dirty bastard rapper. Uh, so okay, okay, not Otis Redding then. Okay. I'm no, uh, those I, have, I, I, I do have Otis, but that's on vinyl because you, know, <laughs> yeah. you got you to keep it classy for the for the good ones. Mm-hmm. So, Daniel, what uh, what else do you have going on uh, on this campaign? You've taken down I I think you've taken down all the uh, all the stretch goals, and you're just offering the book itself now. Yeah, well, I think this I think I still have the stretch goals up, but at this point, yeah, I don't I don't see us getting to any of those. Whoa, that's me, that's me. 
trying to take the volume off because I'm looking at my screen. My my phone screen is so tiny, I cannot see a damn thing. <laughs> Sorry, oh, you just you just have to hear us. I I figured you know, uh, you were. I figured you'd be up, you know, trying to get your money's worth out of, uh, you know, OnlyFans until until the end of the month. <laughs> you know, because, uh, you know, that. Yeah. <laughs> right, Aria? Yeah, we have our own our own OnlyFans, but we only share Photoshop pictures of Bristolian Dave on it. So. <laughs> In dresses. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> We had the reverse right. camera set up so you know you could you know as soon as somebody logs in and and, and sees a Photoshop of of Dave, it's like and uh, you know hey. they're out of there. I was at I was at work earlier and then I I see Bristolian Dave's gone live. I turn on the stream and my my girlfriend's there shilling my buck for me. I'm like, Whoa! <laughs> you you talk about Maybe she thinks technically it's her book because she colored everything, you know, oh, after, after six uh, years. Dude, dude I have point, seen. Yeah, I have seen. Tales is like a 50-50 thing with, with Neve. I mean, she takes care of me so much, you know. I'd, I'd probably be dead without her. So. That, and I, you I, already I admitted that you plan on marrying her so she knows she's just going to own you, uh, you know, hook, line, and sinker in a, you know, a matter of months, so. I have seen some of the suggestions in that book, and I'm like, I am truly damned shocked. I am shocked. You guys, you guys, you you make a wonderful pair. That's all I can say. Oh, oh, we're talking about just the <laughs> cool. Mm -hmm, oh, mm -hmm. oh yeah, okay, yeah. Talked about in Taylor's. <laughs> <laughs> Not in Taylor's, mate. No. Hey, um, there's there's nothing concerning about our work in Twisted Fairy Tales. Not at all. Uh, yeah, well, okay. All right. Yeah. Not for children. Yeah, bloody right. Not so for work. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Danny, you wanna you wanna uh, you wanna play your video? Sure. Let's do it. The life of a spy isn't as glamorous as I thought. But it isn't dull. So uh, why don't you do, uh, do your elevator pitch for the book? Hey, so uh, Angel's Awakening uh, is set 100 years in the future. And uh, Jessica Sawyer is a psychic spy with the ability to teleport. And she's sent on her first mission deep behind enemy lines to find a body in cryogenic stasis. Uh, the recovery of this body is vital to the security of her nation. And this is the first chapter of uh, how many books? 
I haven't figured that out yet, but it's going to be an ongoing series. An ongoing series. Uh, you're just figuring out the move to Florida in, in fulfillment right now. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although I, I will say I have finished the um, the script for the next uh, the next installment. And uh, I send it off to my artist, uh, Bogdan Rosea, and he's pumped to do it. So, uh, cool. yeah, so as soon as uh, this book gets done, fulfillment and everything, we're going to go right into that book. Awesome. And... Hey, Dan, I remember you. Um, I remember your campaign when you came on one of my... Uh call-in streams and yeah I, yeah, yeah i remember thinking this was a really cool cool looking but cool looking colors in particular um you should keep an eye out and then get on the next call-in stream how long are you going to be um in demand for um i'm thinking probably two maybe three weeks um, three more weeks. yeah just a couple more weeks yes because uh you know once i uh get the print files together and then have it ready for printing i need to just cut it and need to end the obviously uh close the campaign so that i know how many books to to print off oh cool yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah keep an eye out because in the, in the next couple of weeks i'll be doing another call in stream whether it's on my own show or the bargain bin whatever keep an eye out and uh join us yeah absolutely yeah, feel free to yeah that's probably not a bad idea to ask that's probably not a bad idea to ask what we've got in the next uh three weeks uh, for the bargain bin, actually, hey. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, yeah. what do you have in the next three weeks for the bargain bin? <laughs> Oof. I uh, know so, uh, Jacobus isn't here, but maybe Aria knows. Yeah, yeah, I know, uh, kind of. Right, so next week <laughs> we have a book called... Bear with me. It's not called Bear with me. Just bear with me, I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, there's a bear one. with him. Uh, yeah. Hang on, I'm not, it's too early for this. <laughs> yeah. I, don't have, I don't have anything written down. And... <laughs> Hang on, give me about 20 I, more I just, seconds while Google loads. I just yeah, got out of work. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. So next week we have a double feature. We have the Noir mailing list to look through, and we have uh, Doris's new book, um, Labors of Love, that will be launching the same. That will be launching next Monday. So we've got two books next Monday. The following week after that, we have Mavericks with Global Global Frequency. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and just to let people know now, those will both be shows on Jacobus's channel. So, so yeah, check those out. This should be fun. I mean, is yeah. he still? Is he even still alive, or is this another RIP? We're just gonna prop up his corpse, and he will <laughs> move his finger to press the go live button. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's gonna be a weekend at Bernie's thing. <laughs> weekend at Jacobus's. Yeah. We can. All right, Pete. Sancti. Every every time I see him, I I'm like, hey, Jacobus Kotex. 
I know it's Gotex, but it's just too close to a feminine hygiene product not to point it out. <laughs> I've been doing this now, what, six months with these guys, and I still call them Gore-Tex every time. You know, just make sure you don't want to get your socks wet. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Oh. Hey, I tell, tell you what, I met up with him last weekend, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? He lives in Birmingham. I live in Wales. So we happened to be in Birmingham. We met up with him. And it was really weird calling someone in real life Jacobus Gotex. Like, <laughs> I, I, I won't dox him, but that's not his real name. So. <laughs> really, Aria? Is that not his real name, Aria? No. And it felt, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know whether he wants me. I won't say his real name. But uh, I kept fluctuating between the two, and it was so hard for me. I mean, my name's not really Rob. Uh, it's or hashtag, is it? right? <laughs> yeah, it's hashtag Rob. <laughs> it's, it's hashtag Rob. <laughs> we'll find it's out in a year that it, his first name is actual Brattle. <laughs> It's Bogdan. It means gift to God. Gift of God. <laughs> sure it does. <laughs> so Daniel's looking at fulfillment, uh, moving, yeah. and uh, he's already uh, just... Did you say you were done or almost done with the, the script for uh, issue two? Uh, I'm done. Oh, you're all done. So yeah, All done, yeah. You're ahead of the game, and uh, Bogdan's all set to uh, to jump into it as soon as you give the the thumbs up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Fun times. Fun times <laughs> at Ridgemont High. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, guys, which one do you want to do first? Oh, you've got this one up first. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go Twisted Fairy Tales. ka -ching! Awesome. So, how nice does that look? We finally crossed 1K. I think that looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> oh, you're looking at the numbers. You're looking at the figures. Sorry. You're yeah, looking uh... at one of the figures. Um, <laughs> the figures. of us are looking at both the Check figures. <laughs> just, just peruse all the figures. <laughs> Must hurt when he gets excited in that suit of armor. <laughs> oh. He has a cod piece. Yeah. <laughs> it, it meant his sausage piece. <laughs> hey, check this out, guys. The campaign's finally updated. You can see we've unlocked all our trading cards on here. So all the naughty trading cards are done. He, uh, yeah. Even. Even a Rapunzel, a Rapunzel, oh, let down your hair. <laughs> well, you know, as long as she doesn't swing by her armpit hair, it's it's still a better look than anything Marvel puts out. <laughs> hey, and, uh, has, go on. No, I was just going to ask if has that actually been released yet? I know. Yeah, the, uh... yeah, it has been. Uh, that's actually oh. image. That's actually image, though. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, but, here Rapunzel? yeah it, it came because i get i get the uh i get emails from all the publishers all the time and i just i forward them to uh 
our main email. And uh, so like, I get to read all, you know, if I wanted, I get to read all the stuff for free. Uh, I've read one book. Oh, I've read two books in like the last three weeks. And those two books were for the OK Boomer podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I missed the trick on this campaign. I've only just realized I really should have written a Rapunzel story, but written myself as Rapunzel. For sure, dude. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She would have had a huge, uh, really long beard. (laughs) <laughs> beard. <Sure. laughs> yeah, so this is the uh the soft cover version of the book which I drew and Mrs. Black colored. So if you like it floppy, here it is for you. Although uh this isn't the final colours. You still gotta put the final version of this on here. Oh well. And uh for those of you who like things a bit more rigid, we have the hard, <laughs> the hardcover version of the book. For you lonely maidens, we now offer the hard. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, guys, however you like it, soft, hard, we've got you covered. Uh, whichever you, way you swing, Twisted Fairy Tales has something for you. Of course, if you want to get a bit of everything, I suggest you back the big package. Because you like it soft, you like it hard, however you like it, you'll get it in the big package. Even if you like just O's O's and ones, there's a digital version, those O's and ones. Yeah, yeah, we have a digital version. I don't know where it is on the campaign. (laughs) Here we go. Digital version. Just Mm -hmm. £10 for 80 pages of story. Yeah. Oh, we should really have that in because I think a lot of viewers here are watching in dollars, right? So maybe we should have that in dollars. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's like ten pounds is about what is that, thirteen, fourteen dollars? So you can't complain. Yeah. You can't yeah. complain. I, I, I mean, you're not gonna complain anyway because they're freaking great stories, but you know, you know, even if they it, were there's a whole bunch there's a whole bunch of new creators, some some of which with their first with their first work, the, yeah, the yeah. only the only downfall is uh, you're going to get a pin with Ristolian's face on it. <laughs> okay, we'll take we'll take that one out of the pack. <laughs> That's okay. You can cover your babbers with that. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> no, I can't. A pin. <laughs> if you've got a per- piercing, it's easier. No. <laughs> I, I right. saw I That's saw rude. a great I bit I got addicted to the Instagram reels because you know I guess that would make me a TikTok parent now because I just sit there and watch them over and over and every one that I find funny I send over to Sean Howe who I do the art stream with on Wednesday nights <laughs> so there's uh we've been following uh there's a there's a show a comedy show like a comedy troupe uh Amanda Woman from down in uh down in Australia, and they do uh, Sunday night singles. And it's kind of of like a, it's part dating game, and it's part uh, guys write down your best pickup lines. And, you know, there's there's been some good ones, like uh, 
you know, the guy will ask the uh, they'll bring a they'll bring a woman up on stage and she'll give a thumbs up or a thumbs down, and they'll have ones like, uh, "What's the difference between you and Afghanistan? Ooh. No one's pulling out of you." <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh god! I, I like I like I like my women like I like my ice cream. Turning down my chin. Oh damn. God. <laughs> oh. Right, Ari is uh, hovering around this poem. I'm just trying to, because uh, I can't see that for nothing. I am trying to get the uh, the poem up on my tablet here um, so I can read it out in my favorite oh, 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 um, kind of voice right hang on a sec i'm the almost camera. there right. he's gonna wake up thinking there's a vampire invasion in the house <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm downstairs i'm downstairs actually yeah she doesn't really know the count uh which uh, bless there's so many things that should that are missing from her childhood right <laughs> there we go <laughs> doesn't know the count like uh for example, Aria will know possibly what I'm talking about when I talk about rainbows, an old British TV show for kids. Yeah, yeah, sure. She doesn't know that, so I do these uh, impersonations of the puppets there. Jeffrey, is it true that miracles will cows? Oh, yes, that's right, George. Did you know that, Bungle? Yes, I did know that. Did you know that, Shipping? Oh, yes, I know that because I know fucking everything. So I do all that. And then she tries to do it not from having seen the show, but she tries to do it from me. And her version is something that is really creepy. Jeffrey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, I've got, I've got... But do you do an impression of Mr. Blobby? Robby, 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 Robby. Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> Quite obviously, no. Robby, 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 Robby. Right, all right, here we go. <clears throat> oh, can't do it too loud. Twisted fairy tales. The YouTube show you love to watch bring you an anthology truly top-notch. Over 14 stories and over 80 pages. Rest assured, this is not for all ages or dogs. So sit back in your chair, <laughs> drink up your ale. Thank you very much. Grab yourself, grab your copy, grab yourself. <laughs> okay, grab now yourself. What? <laughs> and also grab some Kleenex and a copy of Twisted Fairy Tales. Uh, showcasing creators, both old and new, the bargain bin knew just what to do. Cool art, cool stories, all from cool scripts. To top it off, we added some sexy chicks. <laughs> Thank you very much, people. Hey. Next, next slide, please. Well done, Rob. You persevered. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> I did. In, a dark, in a dark room with dark glasses, I reading, know. A, reading it... a dark tablet. <laughs> Does it show I've persevered? Right, okay. Good. Carry on, please, there, dear chap. Yeah, so we've got a bunch of original art for sale as well. So from... Like, as you know, this is an anthology, so 
a bunch of different stories in one book. So most of the artists have some original art for sale on this page. I recommend you you guys, uh, anyone who's Jimmy, interested, check it out because some of this stuff is absolutely Lord beautiful. Eric. What was that? I was just reading who who's, whose original art pages yeah. were, were still up there. We've got Lord Eric who did the uh, who did Bristolian Dave's Gingerbread Man story. You've got Mike Jimmy who did Piper's uh, Girl Who Cried Wolf, and uh, Shane O'Sullivan who did Goldilocks. We've got Dave Hingley who did the uh, Princess and the Frog, which is the the story in the trailer. And. Uh, yeah, that's it for original art. Yeah, the other piece was the cover, but that one has sold. We've got this really interesting tier as well, which is kind of like the, the retailer bundle. So mm -hmm. 10 copies for just £100, $136. I thought I had changed this to be just dollars. But uh, but yeah, that's yeah. basically £10 a, £10 a book. That's nothing. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you... Uh, Want to surround yourself in a fortress made of twisted fairy tales? <laughs> uh, there's your tier. You know? And how many pages is it again? Is it 80? 80 pages, yeah. So yes. use nine of them to build your fortress and one of them as a, a weapon. And or a doll. Safe. Yeah, <laughs> or, <an all. laughs> or, or a doll. Or a dog. <laughs> well, you can wear it as a hat. <laughs> I, I wouldn't bother. It's probably not very practical as a hat. You could wear it as a hat, but everyone would ask you why you're wearing Twisted Fairy Tales as a hat. For sure, for sure. Because I'm twisted. You do. Why are you wearing a buck on your head? <laughs> it's a balancing act. But yeah, just some, uh, some previews of the art we have on the campaign. So Princess and the Frog, the story from the trailer. We've got Clavelvich, the unpronounceable. By Ooh, you did a good job Clavelvich. there. Thank you very much. Oh, this one's pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> We've got um, the Gingerbread Man, story by Bristolian Dave. This one is Jack the Beanstalk. We have Goldilocks, aka Bristolian Davy Locks. <laughs> oh, cozy locks. Like, I was like, Goldilocks is pretty only. <laughs> like, it, yeah. And then I saw like the last picture. I go, oh, it is Dave. <laughs> they basically try to get anybody they have on the show that has a drawer in here. They they try to get them uh, to agree to uh, you know put Dave and drag in the book. <laughs> hey, this and, one. Uh, this one was just coincidentally Dave like. <laughs> This one doesn't have our influence on it. But yeah. Uh, so this is The Girl Who Cried Wolf by Piper and Mike Jimmy. Mm -hmm. It's another very cool one. This one is from a uh, a story by the rabbi from another planet. Oh, cool. Yeah, check this out. Uh, this is absolutely beautiful. Very 2000 AD. This will be featured in the book. Um, you've got Red Riding Hood by E.T. Madness. Again, just check out the quality on this piece in particular. This is absolutely amazing. And uh, yeah, we got Night School. Here's another cool story. Very uh, classic British uh, 
newspaper style comic strip going on here. And then we've also got a bunch of extras on the campaign. So extra, we've got this extra read all about it. Wait. So we got this uh, <laughs> cool print by Shane O'Sullivan featuring a bunch of the uh, Twisted Fairy Tales cast. And uh, then we've got this really cool print by uh, Lord Eric, which uh, gives you a little bit of an insight into how the Gingerbread Man story is going to go. So uh, very creepy. Very creepy indeed. And uh, Dare I even suggest Twisted? Yeah, oddly enough, that's quite fitting. (laughs) (laughs) So we've also got this. This is a strange but interesting one. So Circumference Zine Bundle. So this is available on the big package. Big package. uh, Yeah, it's just five mini zines uh, about this character called Circumference by Dave Hingley. So, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's an interesting one. Um. We've also got in the big package the uh, CGUK bargain bin badges. So if you want to adorn your clothing with our beautiful mugs, then you can do so right here. You can uh, <coughs> out your favorite bargain bin member every day or form rival clans with your neighbors over who's your favorite bargain binner. Swear your badge to signify whose team you're on and uh, throw Bristolian Dave's badge in the bin. What's the <laughs> Just keep the rest. <laughs> I was, I was gonna, I was going to use it to cover my left bollock and, uh, you know, do a do a screenshot and send it over. There you go. Did you just so you use just, the word bollock? I don't hear. He did. Too many he did. The same bollock. <laughs> no, but the funny thing is, he's not going to cover the left one, which is going to be an interesting photo shoot. <laughs> you know, Mrs. Walks in. What are you doing? Um, it's for work. <laughs> it's, a, it's a project for work. It's it's called art. <laughs> it's called Don't judge art. Me. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> and then we have uh, rattle and roll number one, which is Rob's book. Ka-ching. Ka-ching. So you can get a copy of that if you get the big package. And absolutely, Rob's getting ready good. to start his second mailing list for <laughs> issue two. <laughs> yeah, the, the mailing list is actually up there. Yeah, I, I slept on that. Uh, yeah, I, I got a bit uh, carried a away confusion. with. <laughs> No, I, I just really, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I thought I had like another week and uh, I, I didn't get everybody's email. Ouch. Uh, in any case, in any case. Yeah, the, the second mailing list is up for Rattle and Roll 2. And uh, yeah, I have finished the first two. I don't know. Am I going to explain this, area? I finished the first two uh, strips and I've decided to add an extra one. It's only a two-pager, but uh, we're pushing an extra one in there. So uh, that's, and I finished the first page on that, so I just got to finish the second page for it. Ah, very cool, very cool. Yep. Unfortunately, no previews yet. As you may not tell, I'm not on my computer because my delicate little flower is asleep upstairs. 
and uh, you know I'm, I'm relegated down to the couch and uh, trying to keep it quiet as possible. Big bucket. Relegated to the couch. <laughs> As, as well, you would imagine he would spend many a night. <laughs> it's three o'clock in the bloody morning. <laughs> yeah, at least it's the weekend. At least it's the yeah, weekend. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we had someone drop out. So we lost some pages on Twitter Fairy Tales, but that's why Rob is stepping up and uh, answering the call, the call of I'll duty. take one for the team. Ooh, uh. Ooh, uh, who what, mate? <laughs> More tea, Vicar. <laughs> yeah, cool. So I would recommend anyone who wants to get in on this campaign uh, backs the big package because that is where you're going to get absolutely everything to do with this campaign. You're going to get the hard cover. You're going to get the soft cover. You're going to get the awesome uh, art prints. You're going to get the badge pack, the circumference zine bundle, plus you're going to get rattle and roll, despite they're not being featured on this picture, but trust me, you'll be receiving that as well. There's just a whole uh, whole bunch of good bargain bin stuff right there. So, so yeah. it's £60 or $82. I, I thought I was seeing that, but it's going, it's going light. I'm used to being able to see the, see that, you know, the, the scrolling page in another tab so I can like blow it up so my old eyes can see it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we but, got uh, the stretch goals, the uh, the bargain bin bookmark, and then the trading cards of the young lasses. Yeah, yeah. So remember, you back the big package, you're also going to be receiving all of these cool stretch goals. So three trading cards and the bargain bin bookmark. To uh, so you can go back to whatever dirty page you were reading last in the story. <laughs> as long as it's not stuck together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the book doesn't come laminated. You have to do that yourself. Yeah, you you might want to do that before you start reading this. Uh, or you buy the ten pack, and then you can just grab <laughs> it every time. <laughs> Too much. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah that is that is twisted fairy tales do you guys want to watch the trailer sure yeah okay i'll bring it back up now but i'll be sharing audio the there we go sharing with you oh yeah Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> the princess and the frog. It's a bit big, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> we need to find the prince. Um, uh, maybe I could be of assistance. Don't be unarmed, my lady. Or I may appear to be a frog, but I am actually a prince. Um, you, you don't look like a prince. 
I was transformed by an evil witch awaiting my first kiss. You're still a frog. Hmm. Maybe you need to relax a bit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, seriously, mate. Another princess fell for it. Uh... <laughs> <sighs> she had a Cosby drink. Uh, a frog's bee a frog's bee yeah follow follow the yellow dick toad follow the yellow dick toad follow 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 the yellow dick toad (laughs) (laughs) yeah cool so that that is Twisted fairy tales. So, and now we also forget some eyes on that before we uh, go to print on that book. Oh, for sure. Uh-huh. So, twisted fairy tales will be in demand for the meantime until we go to print. Uh, but speaking of books that are about to close, the adventure tales in outer space. Oh, looking at it now, we've got only nine days left to go. So we cross <clears> that threshold. Uh, so yesterday I added some cool updates to the campaign and, uh, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to see this yet, but we've added a bunch of apparel to this. So we've got t-shirts, hoodies, and patches. We've got these really cool, uh, men's and women's shirts available. And I'm very glad I was able to offer them in a range of colors because I put a, put a poll out uh earlier this week asking people what color shirts they want and every every single person wanted a different color so i thought you know how else am i going to satisfy everyone than offer them every color possible so yeah you you satisfy them with your poll with my poll of course Uh and uh don't tell the messes (laughs) so yeah it's just because you said, uh, I'll get my coat. Well, well, let's keep the dirty jokes to the Twisted Fairy Tales campaign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep that filthy stuff away from my campaign. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think Taylor's actually means? Taylor's is PG, family friendly. Well, apart from the three boob demons, but apart from that, it's all pretty pretty vanilla. But yeah, we got some uh, cool T-shirts, which have already uh, some of them have already sold today, which I was glad to see. Uh, featuring this uh, Taylor's pinup on the front, he looks like he's bursting out of the out of the T-shirt. And uh, yeah, so check those out, guys. We've got unisex hoodies as well. So a bit of a different design because this kind of didn't fit on the hoodies so well. So uh, you got the the Taylor's logo, and I know it's a bit hard to see on you know this small graphic. But it's kind of like the t-shirt, the, the hoodie is ripping away. You can see the logo underneath. I thought it was just a bit more interesting than just slapping a straight logo on, on a hoodie. So, yeah, there's that. And both of these items, the t-shirts and the hoodies, are absolutely beautiful quality, high-quality materials. I, um, I have a couple test prints in the house, and they are absolutely gorgeous. And in particular, the print is nice and vivid, nice and crisp. 
as compared to other printers because I did shop around for this. And I've got some really high quality clothing here. Uh, and then we've also got this really cool uh, new exclusive patch. So I offered a patch on day one with the bundle tier. So if you backed on day one, you could have got yourself a a patch with TLS's lightning bolt logo on it. Yes, just like Rob did. Rob was back in number one. So Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So most people missed out on getting a patch, but now is your your second opportunity. You can get this one with the TLS logo on the comic book background. Uh, bundled with a T-shirt, men's or women's, you'll get to choose at checkout. So, yeah, um, that's interesting. We've already sold one of these today, which I'm very, very glad about. So uh, new exclusive patch available as well. And then um, also we've added to the campaign a bunch of discounts on original art. So we've discounted the Max Headshoe art and the Mike Jimmy art. So just £80 and you can get yourself one of these beautiful pieces. We've also discounted the uh, wraparound cover art for the, the actual cover of the book. So if you want to own the cover of the book, it's now only £250, 28% off what it was, £250. So, um, yeah, it'd be really cool if we could sell more more artwork. And for those people who have already backed this campaign, uh, all 75 of you, amazing people, it would be cool if you could, uh, you know, if you want to build on the book more, because remember, we've got stretch goals to hit. We've got pages to unlock. So... If you want to build the book and expand it even more, check out some of the artwork and check out some of the the new T-shirts and such because, you know, every backer is going to take us closer to our next goal where we unlock the next uh, page extension. So um, I'll show you what we're sitting on right now. £3,619. So under £400 away from 4K, at which point we'll be unlocking two extra pages to add to the book making this seven eight page mini comic so 56 pages of story content alone uh so i really want to unlock that i don't feel like this book is going to be complete without those extra two pages so we have nine days can we do it and uh i think we can i think we can for sure so we also have a new feature tier on this campaign so the ultimate adventure bundle. So basically, you're going to get yourself the 80-plus page comic book, the two-inch tall action figure. You're going to get your choice of male or female T-shirt. And then you're going to get a double-sided A2 poster, which is like 16 by 20-something uh, inches. Yeah, 16 by 23 inches. So that's all there. Only £40. Uh, I'm not sure what it is in dollars, but I will have... Tell them what it is in dollars! <laughs> right now there we go and yeah so 54 dollars will get you the ultimate adventure bundle so just like the previous feature tier this kind of is uh everything you want on the campaign and um yeah, so book, figure, t-shirt, and a massive poster. So that's pretty much it. That's the adventure of Tales in Outer Space. So if you're a fan of classic Saturday morning cartoons like the Thundercats, Transformers, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, then you, you will absolutely love this book. It's told episodically, like I said earlier. It's uh, 
seven uh seven eight page mini comics so seven short stories just a glimpse into the universe of tls and uh yeah this is the book i created to learn how to create comics so on top of seeing you know these cool adventures in tls's universe you're also going to see the progression of the artwork and the, the storytelling and uh yeah so this is what i've been working on for the past two and a half years now and uh like you see here 75 backers i am super appreciative of every single one of you and uh please tell your friends tell your family uh the adventure of taylor in our space is on indiegogo right now i would love to hit that next stretch goal before the the nine days runs out uh yeah that it that's it the adventure of taylor's in outer space check it out guys not just that but there's there's stuff in there that you can't get anymore what was that there's stuff in there that you can't get anymore too because uh i got it <laughs> <laughs> the, there is uh, uh... The, 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 the crossover promotion with life on quora oh yeah, yeah yeah right right well um you know what while he is still in demand um i think this offer still applies so uh the life on core collaboration you back both campaigns life on core four inner talents and tailors and you're going to be receiving a really cool poster and trading card so you know funnily the trading cards for the tailors campaign actually arrived today I haven't opened them up yet, but I've seen I've seen the cards on the top and the bottom of the package, and they look absolutely beautiful. So um, the way this is going to work is you're going to be receiving the Cora trading card in your Taylor's package, and then the the poster in your Life on Cora package. Nice. So and I've seen the prints Mike has done as well for the the posters, and they look absolutely gorgeous. So uh, I'm really looking forward to to getting this into Bagger's hands. So yeah, if backers want that little bit extra merch, back life on Cora too. I'm pretty sure this uh this offer still applies while he's in demand. Check it yeah, out. Yeah, and he's uh all of all of the uh all of the crowdfunders uh have all their stuff from uh Mike Jimmy already packed up. I know he was sharing pictures earlier today. Yeah, it's yeah. all it's all it's already all done up and he's just waiting for the post to get there tomorrow. He'd be like Hey, can you take this for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's cool as well is um, if you want to find either of the campaigns, just search for either one. Search for Cora or search for TLS, and they'll both pop up side by side. Indiegogo makes it super easy for you. Kind and now that these uh, campaigns are kind of linked to one another, so just search for Life on Cora, search for TLS, whatever, and you'll find them both right there side by side. Awesome stuff. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, speaking of Excellent. awesome stuff, even though they're not here, uh, I am in position of their trailer. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about uh, Mavericks. And to do that, cool. I'm going to share the trailer and do a little jibba-jab, and uh, we'll go from there. War is a topic of vital importance, a subject of inquiry that cannot be ignored. It is a matter of life and death. It can be a road to safety, 
or to ruin. In an alternate version of our world, brought to the brink of total collapse, rival nations fight for global domination, and elite pilots in futuristic combat suits wage war on the battlefield of tomorrow. Now, six brave soldiers on a seemingly routine rescue mission will encounter more than they bargained for and uncover a dangerous secret that could change their world if they live long enough to see it. and uh, Frequency Girl on uh, last week. And uh, while I was on the, while they were on the stream, uh, they hit 12K. Uh, might have oh, something yeah? to do with that because I dropped like 220 on, <laughs> on the campaign. <laughs> I bought the big package in the merch tier. In the merch tier because I wanted to read all that world building stuff that uh, he had done. And uh I just, I'm like in for a penny, in for a pound. Give me everything. Um, I got an update uh, from them today that they just hit 13K. Uh, wow. So wow. they've unlocked another stretch goal. Um, they also just re-upped for another 30. So they just extended the campaign today. Um, and a, another... Another 7K, and they will unlock all the secret characters and everything that they have already uh, planned out to release. So the uh, the big package over there is the collector's box, and it's big package. It's big package. Uh, it's <laughs> one of those oversized boxes with a magnetic seal on it, and uh, in that package you will get. The main cover, all the variant covers, double-sided metal prints of all the variant covers. Um, you will get uh, all of the uh, the secret perks. Uh, they're doing secret 24-hour prints uh, as mission briefings on certain on certain streams. So, of course, there was there was one on. Red Valkyries, there was one uh, on Pops and, you know, a bunch of other ones. Oliver! Hey, Oliver. Motherfucker. Hey, dude. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't see any reason why they shouldn't hit, you know, at least 20k or beyond and unlock all that stuff. Um. It's just uh, they're they're doing really well, and uh, you know, I play their trailer on every episode and talk a little bit about it, and uh, so that's my 
that's my shill for uh for mavericks because uh they're up doing something and if you have uh already backed that campaign they just put up a poll today about how you actually want the lunchbox painted uh hmm. it was one uh first choice is purple second choice is blue uh garrett wants the blue neff wants the purple it's a it's a it's a family war it's rumble <laughs> in the jungle all over well let's go for purple with blue border maybe blue with purple border and spots and spots and spots oh good lord uh, yeah anyone who anyone who's watching in the u.s who doesn't know mr blobby that's gonna go hell is he talking about if you Rob, don't i'm in the uk and that went over my head <laughs> if you don't know who mr blobby is go to uh facebook watch and just look for uh just look for jimmy carr uh, and, and look and look for the videos where he he's hosting the game show. <laughs> you no, know, I was uh, wondering actually. Yeah, I'd forgotten Jimmy Carr had been on with Mister Blobby because Mister Blobby was back in the back in the nineties, and like that's so obscure. But yeah, of course, I think uh, I yeah, think Jimmy one Carr of the, re- one of the one of the one of the celebrity contestants was like. Uh, <laughs> You know, what do you remember of this? He goes, oh, Mr. Blobby, I was terrified of him. Still gives me nightmares. <laughs> well, sorry, but here he is, Mr. Blobby. He kept, yeah, he kept, he kept attacking him like the entire the entire episode. It was hilarious. <laughs> but Oliver, if you want to come on and... Uh, and chill some stuff. Uh, I just sent you the link. Cool. And there's a lot of good stuff going on. So I'm putting all the links up attached to uh, the Periscope here on Twitter. And of course, every place else they're being shared. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Here's the Taylor's one. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, Rob, do you have the do you have the link for your uh, sign up? I I can't send it at the moment because my fingers oh. would be all over my phone. I got you. <laughs> I got you guys. Uh, uh, you're a good lad. You're a good lad. Well, to be sure. he's a lad. Well, not not in his not in his profile pic, but. <laughs> he only does it to get more more uh, contacts. I don't know what Neve thinks of that. <laughs> Some would say it's a an identity crisis. <laughs> oh, good lord! It's it's a crisis, all right. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, dude. Have you got that video with uh, your um? Your your avatar with you ever had a dream? <laughs> that yeah, is so no, funny. No, <laughs> I don't think there's any way for me to play it. Right now. Uh, Can you not share your screen? Oh, but, uh, I don't have it to hand. Uh, <laughs> have to... 
yeah they... I'll I I tell you what bring up uh I'm sharing my screen with you will uh for rattle and roll bring that up and in the meantime I'll see if I can find the video Rob's on about <laughs> okay this is the level of professionalism in the bag and bin show <laughs> This is, you know, this is this is what you would expect from, you know, yeah. anything I'm involved with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've we've been doing the bag and bin show since uh, January now, and uh, it's getting it's it's getting good. It's getting good. We're having a lot of fun with it, but that's the whole thing. I mean, like our thing is like it's not professional, you know. We're just like four tits hanging around on a Monday night. Uh, talking about books and uh, playing silly stuff, and it works for us. We're we're having fun with it. Yeah, they they play way too much with the with the reface app. <laughs> I do issue with the words too much. <laughs> <laughs> Just the right amount. Much? Just the right amount. <laughs> so yeah, rattle and roll. Oh, yeah, Rattle and Roll 2. Um, I've finished... I'm planning 32 pages this time. Uh, Rattle and Roll 1 uh, was black and white, and it was in, it was 24 pages. Uh, so I'm planning a 32-page story. I got seven pages done already. Um, well, I'd say seven pages. I think five pages are fully completed, and uh, two pages are half done. But... Um, yeah, we've obviously with the twisted fairy tales, that's kind of taken a little bit of a backseat, but I'm kind of getting really, uh, yeah, I've been, uh, let's see, uh, doing it a little bit relaxedly, and then I'm like really uh, looking forward to getting back into uh, putting uh, Rattle and Roll 2 together, um, which will be a color, albeit a kind of sepia color. Um, I don't know that if you, if, yeah, if you scroll down, please. Oh, that's Aria, isn't it? Aria's just mm -hmm. green. Yeah. yeah. Then you can you can see that. Yeah, that's what's that's more or less uh, the the look I'm I'm going for is more kind of a sepia. Uh, basically, the story of Rattle and Roll is set in the 1890s in New York. Uh, Rattle, a genetically engineered rat. Uh, this is a world in which DNA was discovered much earlier. And if you think about it, you know, like, we're, we're so much into, uh, oh, you can't do this, oh, you shouldn't do this. Whereas back in the, well, you know, like 100 years ago, people didn't give a, you know, you had people in, 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 uh, yeah, poor people in uh, freak circuses, you know what I mean? So I would imagine that 100 years ago, people would absolutely have no qualms about, you know, splicing human DNA with animal DNA. Ta-da! And there you get rattle and roll. But it's not just uh, rattle and roll genetically modified by half human, half pig, rat, hybrid. Uh, you also got, uh, we, we meet some uh, bulls, in uh, the first issue, um, who have a, a an issue with, uh, with with rattle? 
staring at them. In any case, what happens is uh, Rattle is a bit of a mysterious character. He stows away on a passenger ship uh, from Europe. I'm not saying where at the moment. And this is a mysterious character, right? And uh, he uh, lands in New York in the 1890s. His first day, he gets into trouble with some local uh, hoodlums, but also falls in with the local mafia. And of course, the local mafia boss, the Don, he makes him an offer he can't refuse, you know? So that's kind of a very, uh, in a nutshell way of telling uh, part one. In part two, you learn a little bit more. And in fact, part two, you learn a lot more about Roll because Roll was hardly introduced at all, only in uh, the, the last few pages. But Rettel sees Roll as a bit of a meal ticket. And I'm, you know, there's a bit of a tongue in cheek joke there. But I'm not going to go into any more about that. So. I love bacon. <laughs> well, actually, if you go back up, uh, uh, Aria, then uh, Rattle and Roll, uh, number one, was a furry tail in New York. And, well, it's kind of a bit silly because rats don't have very furry tails, do they? Uh, but uh, Rattle and Roll part two is New York, New Pork. Da -da. I think you could see where I'm going with this. And I'm it's, trying it's, to keep... It's like the Dr. Demento show all over again. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard the name, but I, I've never seen it. I'm afraid I'll have to get onto YouTube in the morning after having slept. Uh, well, one thing I am doing, and I am I, trying to keep things... Um, yeah... <laughs> I want to use the word kind of authentic, although you don't really, you didn't really see many genetically modified pigs and rats roaming around <laughs> New York in the 1890s. Uh, but I'm trying to, you know, make the backgrounds fit. So, you know, like you, and I was, um, I was on, I was in an interview with, uh, I, I, I live here in Germany and I teach, English um, for different companies and uh, institutions, and uh, one of the guy who's one of the guys who's got a language school that I've taught for, um, yeah, invited me to do a bit of a podcast interview, and uh, he'd actually spent some time living in New York, and uh, one nice thing he said was that the feeling when he was reading it, he could actually feel, he actually recognised not specific buildings or anything, but like the style I was going for. So that's kind of nice to hear. And uh, I'm going to be continuing that in uh, issue two, of course. Nice. Any questions? Can I tell um, the teacher, can you? <laughs> yeah, no teaching questions. Uh, <laughs> right, so sit down and pay attention. Stop, <laughs> fidgeting in, <laughs> stop fidgeting in the back. Take it out. Are you sure? <laughs> Put it away. Nobody wants to see that here. <laughs> right, I'll be asking questions later, so pay attention. Okay. Uh, They're arrested for asking your students to take it out. <laughs> <laughs> take it out. I was looking at that. 
<laughs> the nurse at the home told me I had to put it away. <laughs> um, are you going to be doing a? Are you going to be doing a ketchup tier? Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, a ketchup or barbecue sauce or anything you want. <laughs> but um, that would be wrong. No, just just for people that uh, either uh, did not uh, get the big package from Twisted or uh, missed uh, rat, Rattle and Roll the first time. Well, actually, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that, yeah, because uh, Rattle and Roll number one is available um, in perpetuity. In perpetuity. Oh God, I can't speak now. It's way too long. Way too late. Um, it's available online. Uh, you can find it in the States, on Amazon, in Walmart, Barnes and & Noble, and the, the price is reasonable, I think. You know, like, okay, it's not a glossy magazine, it's a trade paperback, uh, but I think from uh, Walmart and Barnes and & Noble, you can pick it up for $6. Uh, and it's one of those deals where you can actually, if you've got a local um, Walmart, you can order it online, and then go pick it up in the store, which is kind of cool. I'd really like to hear from anyone if if they'd actually do that. That would be great, actually, to see people standing in Walmart holding rattle and roll. So yeah, please, please. That would be uh, so cool. That yeah, would I, be really I, so cool. I would if I even thought anybody that works in Walmart could read. <laughs> oh, we oh. see those photos all the time online. Oh, good lord! We could do a rattle and bacon roll tier, and then just hope the bacon rolls <laughs> arrive to backers before they <laughs> expire. You get a greasy comic, <laughs> a greasy and comic, and a bacon roll. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I do like I do like barbecue with my uh, with my bacon roll. Mm. Um, but because I because I put you see I put rattle and roll out. I had no really way. I was actually uh, hoping that uh, Peter Sametti would uh, pick up on that because of course that my my whole idea my whole philosophy is make it affordable, get it out into people's hands. You know. Mm -hmm. And uh, with uh, Alterna Comics, that's great. So I did pitch it. But I think the fact that of the first eight pages, the first two doubles, the first four pages were two double spreads, very large format. Unfortunately, I don't have the comic with me. Hey, Harry, are you? I'm going to get your camera on. Okay, that's a shame. Uh, yeah, it's also upstairs. I'm relegated to yeah. the living room. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I didn't think we were going to be talking about Rattle and Roll so much because it's not in demand, so I didn't bring any down here. Uh, but Yeah, it's, yeah, it's right. late and Aria hasn't had a chance to do his hair. So he walked <laughs> <along>. <laughs> Do you remember the hair bear bunch? That's what Aria looks like at the moment. Um, so <laughs> No one wants to see me with bad hair. I, I remember that quite well. <laughs> Aria with an afro, bloody hell! Okay, so you get a um, bunch of refunds. <laughs> you get a bunch of what? If they saw me, I just have ping, 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 bunch of refunds <laughs> on the campaign. Well, the, um, the first person to cancel would be would be Ali. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, yeah, back to back to the um, my my Peter Sumetti pitch of the because you, when you pitch to Peter Sumetti, you've got to send in eight the first eight pages, and right. uh, so of course we got the full page, which is like a, a what do you call it? It's a, a, an establishing shot of people getting off a boat. There's one page. And then the second and third pages is a huge double spread with some insets, with some uh, panels set in oh, yeah. of of uh, of more immigrants getting off a boat at New York. And then, of course, on page uh, was that on uh, page uh, four and five is another establishing shot. So it, it's it's very much like uh, uh, somebody and I can't remember who it was uh, described it as very much being like like. Uh, cinema, cinema uh, photographic in, mm-hmm. in, this, in, in the way I, I've um, tried to set up the, the feeling of the book. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. And um, well, yeah, so it wasn't picked up. So I thought, well, how am I going to shift this if uh, in any case? So I thought, oh, I'll put it out on uh, Amazon KDP. And there, you know, for all the, the evils, evil. For the evil <laughs> of <laughs> of uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Bezos, um, they have a very good program that puts your book out into different countries. Uh, I sent I, I sent a copy uh, to a guy in Australia. <laughs> this is really funny. About about four or five weeks ago, um, I'm I, I'm a collector of uh, British comics. And uh, one guy in Australia says, oh, okay, the three of the comics that you're looking for, I've got copies here. I'll send them to you, no problem. Uh, you don't even have to pay me, which is really, really nice. Uh, go figure, the guy's called Bruce in Australia. Wow. Okay, so um, <laughs> I know, I know I, I've, I've never met an Australian called Bruce, and this Bruce is really nice. Okay, so he sent me those. Um, the funny thing is, He's, he, he told me he sent them off like four weeks ago and I got a mail like two days ago. They're still in Melbourne. So, oh, but, wow. Yeah, I know. So, but that's not a problem. <laughs> they'll, they'll arrive at some point. The, the crazy thing is um, only a day previously, um, Amazon had sent this email to say, uh, uh, now any books that pr- are printed with KDB, KDP will be printed in Australia rather than being shipped from wherever else in the world, mm. which is great. So I ordered, you know, just to surprise him, I ordered uh, issue one of Rattle and Roll for him. It arrived two days after my ordering it in Australia. That is cool. That is so cool. Well, because they printed it. If they printed it they, in country, yeah. Sure, it was yeah. delivered by a kangaroo, in fact. This is just... <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know... You know, apparently it was, was a, not it was not printed in Sydney because that whole that whole uh, township is you know under lock and key by their military right yeah. now. So, uh, hey, uh, kangaroos can't catch COVID, <laughs> but koalas have fingerprints. <laughs> <It's>, okay. uh, <laughs> I, I heard. I heard the. Uh, I heard the other day. That uh, they are going to inoculate the zoo animals. 
Why? Seriously, because apparently the human trials were successful. (laughs) (sighs) I I think I think one of the monkeys caught it, and uh, so. You know, we should we should be living in Ape City like any moment now. <laughs> this is how Planet of the Apes begins, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Yep. One of the one of one of the monkeys caught it from having sex with a green human. <laughs> he ate human soup. What was it Davy Jones or Mickey Dolans? Oak <laughs> <Hulk> smash. <laughs> I uh I actually got to meet uh Mickey at a at a convention uh, locally, uh, probably about ten years ago, and I was I was wearing my uh, my custom leather jackets, and that looks like this. I'll replace the QR code for a moment. There's my custom leather Joker jacket, all airbrushed up. Nice. Uh, And I was wearing that, and he was he was complimenting. Me on on the jacket. He goes, "Wow, that's that's a cool jacket." So he he called he called his his uh, his whatever uh, his his urchin over to uh, you know that was keeping all the people at bay and making sure they paid for anything on the table. And uh, he called him over when I got up from the chair because he goes. Uh, just sit down here and uh, Mickey will come over and, you know, he'll lean in. You guys, you guys can get a picture. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Uh, he signed uh, one of my favorite monkeys songs back in the day was a song that he wrote and sang called Stepping Stone. And I had, I had one of the original uh, 45 sleeves, you know, and the 45. Uh, but I, you know, I left the record at home, but I brought the sleeve with me. So he signed, he, he, he signed the sleeve for me. And when I got up and he really saw the jacket as I started walk, you know, I shook his hand and I walked away. Uh, he's like, Oh, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. I got to look at this jacket. Then he called, then he called this guy over and said, get my cell phone, take a picture of me looking at the jacket. Nice. Nice. nice, like, nice. Oh. This is the problem with modern musicians. You can't sign a Spotify. You know, it's true. It's one, it's one of those things. Well, guys, I know you got to go because it's like going to be close to four o'clock in the morning over there. It's past four o'clock. Yeah. Was <laughs> it five over there now? <laughs> it's, four, it's, quarter, it's quarter past four for me. Yeah. It's, it's quarter past four. Let me go for sake. <laughs> well, although, if you want, if you want, for two minutes, I do have a fairly funny. Mickey, Mickey story. <laughs> How about if it? you want, okay, okay. So this is years ago. This is this is BD before Derek. Uh, my my girlfriend prior to Derek, and Derek's not her real name, and she is a girl. Okay, but I, everyone calls uh, these guys like the bin, the bag of bin guys started calling her Derek because I always refer to her as my Derricka little flower. In any case. So, um, BD, I was uh, seeing a young lady, and we were watching um, uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mm-hmm. And you know, breakfast. I'm sure you've all seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. 
with Mickey Rooney playing the Japanese guy, which is yeah. which is so popular these days. <laughs> Miss Go Right Ray, Miss Go Right Ray. <laughs> so, so, so if we watch this movie, this classic movie, and the young lady I was with at this time said, well, he's been in movies a long time. I'm like, uh, who? No, no, that Mickey guy, because, you know, only a couple of years ago, he did that, he did that film about the wrestler. Mickey Rock. <laughs> Wrong Mickey. Wrong Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> not, not just the wrong Mickey, but Mickey Rooney was like, like, is like not qualified to be a midget. <laughs> and Mickey Rock is like this huge, huge rippling muscles. It's like totally different. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, actually, before he did the, you know, before he did the uh, Breakfast at Tiffany, he did a lot of like children's, uh, children's films, but you probably wouldn't recognize them because he had bloody big black ears and a black nose. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh no, get that plot off. Oh yeah. I can't do it now because my voice is all scratched up. I, I used to do the Mickey impersonation for my daughter when she was a when she was a baby. Oh my god. <laughs> That's crazy. Now get out there and make me some goddamn money! Oh. oh my god, you kill Kenny, you bastards! What's up to me there, Goofy? I don't have any good voices to contribute. <laughs> you can't escape me, Keshi Tailless. <laughs> Uh, well, you have the, you have the best voice, but it just happens to be in your trailer, not you know you. <laughs> hey, Rob's in my trailer too. I don't know if you guys noticed he plays the villains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who else would he play, really? Well, evil. You are the cola light of evil. All I want are freaking sharks with lasers. Freaking laser. <laughs> what do we have? Sea bass. Are they mutated sea bass? Are they are they ferocious? They're pretty angry. <laughs> my my favorite evil reference is not Dr. Evil himself. My favorite evil reference actually comes from the Justice League Unlimited cartoon. Okay. Where How does that go? Something. Oh, I think I know. Yeah, I think you know what this is. Uh, the, know, yeah. Um, Lex and uh, Gorilla Grodd were doing an ex some kind of experiment, and yeah, yeah. Flash, Flash and uh, Luther swapped bodies. <laughs> so Flash was Luthor in the in the you know in the Doom and in the in the criminals headquarters and uh you know vice versa and uh so you say you say they like, took the face off the face off yeah. <laughs> flash is trying to get away because they're all following him like asking him questions 
and and he doesn't know what to say so he he goes he goes into the men's room and he hides he hides in the men's room and then they you know polaris and one of the other guys comes in and uh luther walks out and they're like dude aren't you gonna wash your hands no <laughs> why because i'm evil <laughs> <laughs> I used I used to I used to post there's a there's a there's a good clip of it on on YouTube. I used to post it up all the time. Yeah. Uh, I posted it up quite a bit when COVID first started. With the you have to wash your hands every thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> this is my answer to the hand washing. <laughs> it it you know it got it got me uh, you know banned for about five days or something. <laughs> You went against our rules that we haven't defined anywhere yet, you know, or, you know, or, or better Twitter. Uh, we can't have anybody that's on the other side of the aisle with the power of a president talking. Instead, we're going to let the Taliban come in here and talk on Twitter. As long, as, long as they behave. <laughs> really, Jack, what are you going to do if they misbehave? Because apparently our current president uh, armed them to the teeth before before he you know pulled out. He should have pulled out of jail before Hunter was born. I mean, come yeah, on. I need more sleep before we start talking Taliban. Well, I'm gonna let you guys go. I know Daniel's been yawning for about 40 minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you, you guys are tired. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going for a little while longer. Uh, just pulling up and uh, doing a quick uh, shill for a couple of books since uh, Oliver didn't want didn't want to be bothered coming in. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk. Uh, I'm gonna talk shit about Oliver, and then I'm gonna talk uh, good stuff about their books. So, uh... cool. Hey, well, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank hey, you very much. No, been good. no worries. Yeah, thanks. I'll, hey, I'll put this. It. I'll put this up in. Uh, I'll put this up as a special on the uh, podcast platform, and I'll, cool, I'll cool, share cool. like all the links out tomorrow. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, right, I'm gonna right. go probably for like like another 15, 20 minutes, and uh, so I can get some sleep. So yeah. Alrighty. All right. All right. All right, guys. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, Thanks, a care, Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Yep. Take care. Bye now. Bye. Where's my button? There's a button. So, while we're going on about different things, since Oliver did not want to come in, uh, we're going to talk about 656 Comics, because uh, why not? So, uh, Kryptonals is still in demand on Indiegogo. Uh, 252 backers, $14,156. The main cover, that's the cover that I, uh, I backed. I, I just really like the main cover. Um, there are some Kryptonals comic pages available, uh, at, 200 uh there's seven pages out of the 10 are still left uh and mazara's uh cover art at 400 is still available scroll down i just love this black and white uh line work that he's 
that he's got through this whole book. And I hate to admit it, but Ollie was right. That's scary. But this is the scariest thing for me. The, the, the children of the corn wannabe, all the black eyes on the kids scare the crap out of me. But I'm buying it anyhow. Uh, the cast. Uh, Raydron. Uh, Mandog. Lorna, Kid Cthulhu. Rango. The Rake. And the black eyed little kids. Bex. Uh, back of rewards right now is the uh, Man Dog Unchained uh, 24 page special. Uh, it's a supplemental book uh, covered by uh, Preston Acevedo uh, and Oliver Lee colored it. Uh, then there is the Creature book uh, collection of sketches by uh, Dario Rodriguez. That's 24 pages. Um, Monster Moments scrapbook featuring all 12 Polaroid illustrations by Dario Rodriguez and Red Garcia. Uh, includes digital audio files chronicling the incidents. And let's whoop. So we're at 14K. I just went don't want to say, oh, these are available, and they're not. Uh, so this is unlocked right here. This is the first unlock, uh, the two-sided six-by-nine uh, mini print. Uh, and they're very close to unlocking these two mini prints as well. And we will take a look at the trailer. Except I forgot to I forgot to do the uh, I forgot to do the share audio. So share audio click. <coughs> and we'll go back to Cryptonals and we'll take a look at the trailer. In the dark recesses of Hyperspace, these tales and images are cursed through the power of belief. Tulpa's sentient thought forms residing in between the abyss of life and death. Their endgame is to destroy the only reality they know. Ours. Only darkness can vanquish darkness, more rapid than the radiance of light. Enter the Kryptonos, mythical beasts of unearthly abilities whose existence has been criminalized by humanity. The first and only line of defense against the incursion of otherworldly evil. A secret war of monsters is about to begin. So Cryptonals is still on demand on Indiegogo. Of course, you can find links to all these. Just go to uh, 
656 Comics in the search on Twitter and bring you right to their page. And you can follow them there and you can find their uh, their website, uh, the YouTube channel, and uh, links to both uh, Indiegogo campaigns. And now we're going to take a look at their next one. This is their second chance campaign. Why is it called that? Well, because it's the second chance. This is the second and last chance to get to Undead Border, Escape or Die, second chance campaign. Uh, trapped along the Undead Border, a band of teenagers and fight off zombie hordes to safety. Uh, 42 backers on the second chance campaign. Only nine days left. It's at... Uh, $2,360. And let's take a look at the trailer first. Here's Escape or Die. I, I'm impressed. Oliver and his writer been like, you know, just another zombie tale, right? On the border. Mm -hmm. But this actually really has some like incredible depth and characters. You know, it's oh, fun. Awesome. It's, it's rad. What they did with Undead Border was executed phenomenally well you know what i'm saying and it was good manga art undead border escape or die the border is overrun by the living dead and the only option is to escape or die Six by six comics brings back the dead. Nice. So, shrink that down. They were just on on the show uh, last week. So, if you go to uh, Creators Outlet on YouTube, and you can just uh, hit playlist and go to Creators Outlet, and you can just scan through and uh, and find the most recent episode with uh, the crew from Six Five Six. Avi was here, and uh, we were making lots of jokes about Big Chichis and uh, having having lots of fun. So this is one of their earlier books. 124 pages of zombie carnage and border horror. Um, it looks a little cutesy, uh, but it's not. It's it's very bloody and violent. Uh, it's not like Saw, but it's good, you know, zombie stuff. So this is uh, this is Hobby's cover of Escape and Die, and this is Preston's cover. It's, as you can see, this guy just went out to get a little head, and uh, that's how he came back. You know. Kill the weak, you know, stuff like that. And they were, this is, uh, this is the tick dog. So they took, they took something that actually happened and 
flipped the script on it and turned it into a turned it into a story. So it was uh, it was pretty interesting. Uh, you can find out more about that if you uh, you know if you just uh, go and uh, check check out more of this. I'm supposed to have another guest, so I'm just seeing if he's coming on or not. And, nope, that's a link to a book. I need the shared link. I'm sorry if I'm drolling on while nobody's watching, apparently. So, uh, Sam said he was interested in coming on. Well, so, I don't think he is. I know he did another stream earlier. Uh, but I'll give him the link just in case. It's, you know, obviously it's all black and white. It's really good art. Uh, this character over here with the face mask and the machete, um, he is an earlier character from um, a prior a prior book a little further down that is only available digitally. They never put it into print. The core campaign. So yeah, there's 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 the hobby cover and there's the Preston cover. Uh, and this is the original Escape or Die. That's the Spanish edition. You know, because, you know, for Mexico, because they're in Mexico. Uh, and this, de the Dead Notes sketchbook fanzine, uh, that was explained to me as it's kind of like a diary from one of the characters. So you're basically reading, uh, you know, stuff that one of the characters wrote down. So kind of like a third person uh, acknowledgement of everything that's happened. Uh, plus it's got, you know, sketches and the fanzine part. That's what that is. Um, they had the, uh, the trading card, the bookmark. The sticker. Uh, this will be mailed in the tube only. It's an awesome, awesome poster. It's a silkscreen poster, all in blue at the bottom, as you can see, all in blues, and it's all the zombies rushing, rushing the border, and then the skater girl upside down. Uh, with escape or die on the uh, on the bottom side of her of her skate deck. Uh, this is also available. This is undead board of the original digital collection, and this is where you see uh, the 
the the machete wielding character come into play. Um, this was never put into print. Uh, the guy said that maybe down the road, if they do some kind of uh, you know big collection with you know like almost like an omnibus, uh, it might see print then. They're not sure. Uh, and here's like ink sketch cards. There's the big chichis because you know. Because who doesn't like, yeah, even, you know, even Big Chi-Chi's on, on a zombie, you know, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna complain. Um, these are just some examples of, of Javi's uh, pencil and ink sketches, uh, six by nine cards. And we'll take a look at the tiers. Uh, Sam just popped in. Let me pop him into stream. Hey, hey, brother. how's it going? Sorry about that. I was good putting Willow to, to bed earlier, and I ended up nodding off. It's fine. It's been a long day. Oliver popped into the chat, but he didn't. He didn't want to come on on the stream again. He's just on with me like uh, last week. So gotcha. I, I'm. Since they've got like in-demand stuff going on, I'm I'm shilling their books for them because cool. it was just a couple of days ago. So I actually had a new backer today, and I popped in for um, a quick unboxing video with Pops earlier, and um, mm -hmm. we ended up pushing out uh, some information on the in-demand, and uh, also. We got the drive-through links, <clears throat> and we ended up picking up a uh, another another background. So that was fun. I got to package and ship another uh, set of rewards on stream. No, oh, cool. And for, it's from the featured tier too, so it was that sixteen dollars plus shipping uh, pledge amount. So that was pretty nice. Very cool. So the uh, the tiers for uh, Undead Border, their featured tier uh, is on sale, twenty percent off. It's eighty dollars. It's the ultimate Undead Border tier. Uh, what you get with this is you get uh, Hobby's cover, Preston's cover, the trading card, the supplemental, uh, the Impistotion. Uh, I can't say that right. They told me how to say it, and I, I jumbled it up. Uh, the original Spanish version, uh, the bookmark, the sticker, uh, and the PDF for eighty. Uh, if you're short on cash, you can get all of the Undead Border stuff digitally for twenty dollars, which is the original three Undead Border books that were only ever available uh, digitally. And then the uh, Escape or Die. So it's basically the fourth. Escape or Die is the fourth book in the uh, in the line. But the original Undead Border uh, books are all available digitally. So you know you buy you buy one of the bigger tiers, you're going to get all of those. Otherwise, you can uh, you can just get those as add-ons when you when you go to checkout. Mm -hmm. Uh, the the hobby cover is twenty five, 
Uh, the Preston cover is 30 because, well, you know, it's Preston. Uh, there's an Undead Border Javi uh, Pack, which is his cover, the trading card, the supplemental, uh, the bookmark, and the sticker. And he, it's the exact same thing uh, for Preston's cover, except it's an extra five dollars because he's got to keep buying those hats, looking like Shawn Michaels from back in the day. Uh, there's the giant silkscreen poster, uh, which will have to be mailed in a tube. Um, it's a huge poster. Uh, where's the measurements on it? There it is. It's 24 by 36. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a better look at it. So, like, all the zombies are coming through the border wall, you know, all in blue. And then they did her in, like, you know, a hot neon pink. And, of course, it says escape or die on her, uh, on the kick plate of her uh, skateboard. Yep. So, it's, it's pretty cool. I like it. And, uh, the Dead Notes is actually, uh, it's a sketchbook uh, with a bunch of hobby sketches in it and, and fanzine where uh, a character from the book, their diary is in this. So you're reading like a third person perspective of everything going on. So I, I thought that was, uh, was that's a very, cool. that's a very cool twist. I like that's, that. It is. That's good. Yeah. So the silk screen poster, it's giant. Uh, it's uh, it's sixty dollars. Last time they had had the silk screen poster available, uh, it sold out like right away. Uh, this time, it, there's still like seventeen available. That's all they have left. Mm -hmm. uh, and there are ten original pages from that Undead Border, Escape or Die available, uh, and each page is three fifty. Uh, pencils and inks, of course. And there's only nine more days left on this. There's a better shot of Preston's cover. That's really tight. Yeah. And of course, everybody makes the joke. Ah, he was going, just going out for a little head. <laughs> and that's Hobby's cover. Love the detail on that. Yeah, it's got it's got kind of like a manga-esque feel to it, like the art. But it, it's not it's not cutesy like manga style, you know. It's not it's not a cute manga mashup. There's you know harsh language and and lots of death and gore. Yeah, there's some some really good gory horror manga that you should check out sometime. It's it's not all cute by any means. Yeah, I know. That's that's a really really strong page. This one, yeah. 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 A friend of mine quit Western Comics altogether. Shoved them all out and shoved all his boxes out in his front hall, and went full blown weeb. And uh, he's got a he's got his own weeb channel, and uh, he's. He's uh he works high steel in Boston. It's a tough job. It's a tough it's a tough job, uh, but the paychecks are rewarding. And he's single and uh is bored and doesn't know what to spend it on. So uh 
he averages out like a, a few grand a month on, on on manga so man that's hard to do <laughs> i mean he, he'll buy he'll buy just about anything huh but he'll buy anything to to check it out to see if he likes it and here's uh here's some of uh the ink sketches uh some samples of uh, of hobby's ink work oh that is cool and of course and there's six by nines six by good nine, size yeah. yeah yeah and uh it's the same this is the same size 47 is so i mean that's good size yeah that is a good size and of course you know we all we all crack the jokes oh the big chichis <laughs> yeah and one of the books uh there's an exclusive uh done for done for a store and the the woman got herself uh put into the book that mm -hmm. was exclusive and that's her right there with like oh, the, cool. little, the little godzilla monster uh mm -hmm. eating the the medical pack yeah that's, that's her that's her store logo so that's that's her branding across well you know and uh <laughs> you know so it was it was fun i had him on uh this is this is what i definitely want to get i i backed cryptonols uh i mean i'd like to be able to get you know the whole thing but you know super limited on funds and everything so right uh you know i'm probably gonna i'm probably gonna get uh the i'm probably going to get like either the preston pack or the hobby pack so speaking of, of low on funds we're actually uh looking at putting an ad not in 47 because we, were, we won't have any ads in 47 but in reign of ages on the back interior cover um in fact um we'll talk to a potential client on that today it was basically something to help offset the print costs a little bit nice yeah speaking of reign of ages um nick capone who is co-creator with me you know he's a cooper school instructor he's actually um penciling pages right now mm -hmm. hopefully hopefully he'll put the pencil down for a little while here shortly but he's been he's been penciling since like five o'clock today oh nice so he's he's hard at work on the on the next. Yep. Yep. And Brian Lee's got I think five pages done on Necroholic already. So it's been um, been pretty good. Forty-seven Furious Tales Indiegogo in demand. Yeah, you know, issues one and issue two. And then we did um, with this 
Kino Pain was designed to basically introduce Sinopa to Indiegogo and the Indiegogo market. Um, we did it as a uh, $500 flexible goal because we knew that everyone was going to get their bucks. And um, we'll do something similar on um, on the campaign with issue three. Uh, we'll launch that after we have fulfillment underway and or complete on the Kickstarter campaign. And then we'll do it as a flexible goal with that. And what we'll do is we'll do the same thing we did at this one, which was as pledges come in, we'll fulfill them um, straight away. And so what that means is basically this campaign will only be in demand through the end of October. Okay. And then in November, um, latter part of November, we expect to be fulfilling the Kickstarter for um, issue three. Um, maybe the first first week of December kind of depends on, on where we're at by the time we get to the art. Um, we'll have a, a hard date on that um, by launch on October 1st. But we'll take, and with this, we'll keep, obviously keep fulfilling through. Um, I've still got, um, I've still got stock on hand to uh, easily handle all this, plus what we've got set aside for the, uh, the Kickstarter for issue three. Mm -hmm. But we've got the digital tier, which is at $2. And then today we put the, um, the drive-through comics editions on sale. For a dollar, dollar each, so it's the same, same price on drive-through at the moment. Um, but it was, um, they were a dollar ninety-nine on drive-through, but it was cut today as uh, part of our sale. Um, we've got our featured tier, which is four comics in all. You get one copy of Forty-Seven Furious Tales issue one, and then for issue two, we produced three separate covers. And so with that premier, uh, that featured tier, rather, you have. Um, the issue one, all three covers of issue two, and then the digital rewards, and that's just sixteen dollars plus whatever your your shipping is. And in the United States, it's uh, that's nine dollars in the U.S. Um, so you literally get four books for uh, twenty five dollars shipped to you. Yeah, which I'm I, I'm pretty happy with that price point. Um, I don't know of a lot of other campaigns that can do that. I mean, have you seen many campaigns that can do that? Uh, no. I've seen I've seen campaigns that can that can do that price point, but it's only one book. Gotcha, gotcha. And then, um, if you just want, um, uh, say, one copy of of each book, mm -hmm. if you scroll down, you'll see we have our digital tier, and you get to where you have issues one and issue two. And those are $9 plus shipping. Um, for those uh, versions, the shipping on that comes out to a little under $6. So we put a $6 tag on it. Right. And so you get both books for $15. So it's it's nice and easy and consistent. You can see that we've got a focus on keeping our shipping costs actually at our shipping costs. And so you get to choose which cover you want through there. Now, we do have a, a big premier tier, and that is um, the collector tier. Um, that one is a big deal because it's got your four copies, and then you've also got 
the um, 11 by 17 art collection. And so these are those big, heavy prints that we did. Um, oh, for, yeah. Like, like one be hanging behind you all framed up. Right, exactly. Yeah. Only it's the 11 by 17 size. Yeah. So you've got like that. Now, for that, for this campaign, they actually ship in top loaders. So, I mean, the price is factored into that. Top loaders are usually going to go 3 to $5 a piece anywhere you go just by themselves. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you're getting a hell of a deal on the 11 by 17 because we did those at a. Twenty, I think it was twenty-five dollars when we were at the uh, Garden State Comic Festival. Mm -hmm. So you get that whole eleven by seventeen art collection on that, um, plus those comics, and then your shipping's dependent on that. And again, that's um, this particular one's limited to the United States because shipping this outside of the U.S. would be really, really hard right now. Yeah, way too much money. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you shipped it out of the United States, it'd be probably about 90 something dollars um and there just wasn't a way around that part of that's the size of the box you know yeah because those give you an idea the 11 by 17s we were shipping that in a um, usps board game box mm -hmm. um it saves money on domestic shipping that way and um that's cool but trying to ship that overseas and just skyrockets the print cost i mean oh, the yeah. uh, shipping cost rather and there's there's also two uh, two smaller prints in there. Though. Right, two the five point five by eight point five prints, yeah. yeah. And those are um, the Echo Castle and the uh, the Graves of the Forty Seven. The Graves of the Forty Seven. Yeah, Pops Van Zandt's favorite piece. Yeah, definitely. He was actually talking about that today on stream. That was pretty cool. But yeah, we did uh, a lot of work getting these issues put together, and thankfully we were able to because of our find Kickstarter supporters. Um, we're hoping that everyone's going to come out for the Kickstarter October 1st and uh, help us get issue three out. Um, as with any project like this, the, the big part of the fundraising is for uh, paying uh, for art and um, for um, the actual shipping of rewards. So we're going to be looking at a $6,000 goal on issue three, just like we did on issues one and two. Mm -hmm. This time we're going to fund in one go, though. Hopefully the community will come behind us and really help us push this forward. Yeah, I think you know a lot of a lot of things are picking up, and I've seen like uh, so many campaigns that are just you know doing gangbusters like right out of the gate. You know, yes, from Nick Capone. Oh, blue lines. <laughs> Sending goodies, is he? Hold on a second. Let me ask him if I can show it. Let's ask him if he minds. He's got works in progress shots he just sent me, so... Like I said, he's been ah, he's gonna he says yes, we can share. Okay, nice. let's see. We don't want to give the farm away, so let's look at. Oh man, 
Yeah, let's do that. All right, I'm going to share the screen. We're going to share just one, Im just one of the images that he sent. Okay. All right. So no one else has seen this because literally this is the first time I've just seen this. So this is a exclusive, big, a big exclusive. So we're going to hopefully not mess this up. All right. So. And let's see here if we can. You see it? Yep. So this is from Reign of Ages, issue one. Oh, man. This is uh, the line art he's, he's putting together. And apparently he was deciding to stick some, some blood images too. So we'll, we'll enjoy that. But I, I love the the details that he puts in. Again, you know, Nick Capone is a fantastic artist, colorist, incredible creator. He's an instructor at the Kubert School. He's done a lot of work over the years for Sonopa. Um, we've had from him everything from doing page border art to um, doing uh, illustrations for the Sonopa Omnibus um to coloring covers i mean he's he's just been a, a great great artist to work with but um this is the very first time i've seen uh the pages as he's as, as you see getting these pencils and everything done just man absolutely incredible he has such good work we're going to stop sharing that so that I can stop obsessing over it for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get too excited and be like, let me just take a peek at. Oh. So you had, you had, uh, you had another book, uh, just released too. Yeah. We definitely did. And this just went out to backers. Um, it, it ran late. Um, and as you know me, I absolutely hate being late for anything and really despise being late on Kickstarter awards. But this was this project, uh, to give you an idea, Alexia once described this project as being cursed. Um, and that was just from outside observations, right? Because it was just everything could go wrong, really did. Um, give you an idea, the book was done when the Kickstarter campaign launched last year. Um, and then the only thing left to do was to finish formatting the cover and it was, it was done. And then I finished formatting the cover and then accidentally saved it over the book file, which oh, of course, yeah, I remember you telling me, which about was, that. which was synced to my Google drive. So the whole thing, uh, was gone in an instant and I had spent two years carefully crafting and putting it together and revising it. And here I am in the fourth week of the campaign and it's it's gone i was like oh no so uh had to go through and, and i didn't have any any printed versions of it to recreate from just the first draft materials and then we had um we had a lot of uh, a lot of death that happened like in real life um friends and co-workers and you know my several of my neighbors actually passed uh mostly from covid related illness and covid um and so yeah the entire end of the year and the first part of this year really really sucked 
So um, that was not cool. But we did get it out. And we got it printed from, from the same print shop that prints our 47 Furious Tales book. And so we've got this absolutely glorious cover nice. by Tony Ojeda. Uh, Tony is actually doing a um, an appearance in issue three because uh, one of the things we're doing for that is we have a character illustration by Tony going in the book. And so he is um, going to be working on that, and we'll probably reveal that um, probably October 16th or 17th. Um, unless I give into temptation and reveal it earlier. He's, he's such a fantastic artist. He has a variety of different styles he likes to undertake depending on the mood. So, for example, this is one of the things he, he's produced for me when he does horror-themed work. Um, just really, really stunning. That's awesome. And, of course, I've had him do a lot of horror or monster pieces over the years. Um and just he's he's continuously impressing me. Just such a fantastic artist to work with. And there's all kinds of maps and everything else in that book too. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, thirteen encounters, um, or fourteen, thirteen or fourteen. Uh, plus, there's uh, rules for escalation for reusing uh, for reusing particular encounters in case the the adventurers playing through the player group doesn't really advance the plot very rapidly you can make it more difficult by escalating as it goes on but um is this the third book in the series mm -hmm. tarot adventures book three. First one was uh, titled the draw of glenfollow it's available on drive through as well which is like 50 pages i think um and then comment over echo rock uh, which I think is also about 70 pages. And then, then this one is 72. Um, the fourth one, I am probably not going to do this year. I'll probably do it next year. I was originally planning on doing it um, the end of this year, but um, no, I need I need a break after having to rewrite all of, all of three. Um, and so I might uh, might hop on that over uh, over over the Christmas holiday. So that I can take the uh, the script notes in the series outline and, and flesh those out and start dropping them in. Um, during January, we'll be um, kickstarting Reign of Ages. It'll be done when we launch, uh, which is gonna, it's it's really important at, at really at this point that we have the books completed when we launch. Um, and the reason I say that is what we're doing is we're going to do the Kickstarter campaign. Kickstarter pays us 15 days later. Mm -hmm. We'll order our print our print run and ship on delivery. So basically, we um, and we'll take and really have a turnaround of fulfilling the next month, right? So we'll do Reign of Ages in January. We'll be fulfilling in February, um, and then in March we'll do Necroholic, which is uh, the first book I'm publishing that I haven't written. I am editing that book. Um, and that's by Brian Lee. That's a comic about a alcoholic necromancer and um, some of the problems his uh, problem leads into, um, which is kind of comedic horror, uh, sometimes a little more funny, sometimes a little more horror. 
Uh, I, I definitely, I definitely want to get to that because, I mean, my 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 career in the clubs uh, started with me. I, I went on a slight bender. Uh, it lasted for about fifteen years. So. Ah, <laughs> that's a hell of a bender. <laughs> it's like, are you an alcoholic? I go, I don't know. I never tried to quit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, can, I can see that. You know. My my father actually once went to an AA meeting and said uh, no one likes a quitter and he got up and left. <laughs> now I'm going to give a quick sneak peek on this. This is also something we've never shown anyone. Okay, so guys, this is one of the interior pa uh, pages from um, Necroholic. Now this is just the uh, the this is uh, black and white at, at this stage. Okay, so. All right, we should be coming up now. There it is. And Necroholic. Oh, man. How's that for cool, huh? It's Elvis. <laughs> well, you know, man, I mean, there are some things that you just have to do. Now, I'm not saying that... Uh, the king is undead or anything but you know you got you got to have some some period uh, zombies in there mhm mm and school now when's when's that uh going up for campaign campaign will be in march and will fulfill in april so that book will also be done by the time we um, we launch and then in may um, but uh, poor Alexia is going to be so busy in May. We'll launch, um, the campaign for 47 furious tales issue four, and then that will fulfill in June. So three, the end of this year and four next year. Right. And then we'll also do five, uh, next year as well. Um, cause basically the production schedule shifts entirely. So, for example, scripts for um, 47 Furious Tales issue four will be with Alexia in November of this year. So that she'll be able to work on that um, while I'm handling fulfillment. Um, and so, again, keeping so that we have the books done well in advance. Um, the script for Rain issue two will also be in Nick Capone's custody so that um, by the time he's finished, he can start uh, the layouts and everything and get to work on issue two. And so he'll be working on issue two while we're crowdfunding issue one. And then the same is true for Brian Lee. As soon as Brian finishes issue one, uh, he'll be moving into um, work on issue two. Um, and so we'll have a, a really, really consistent production schedule through next year. Um, it's my hope that we will get to a point where rather than launching campaigns every other month, uh, we'll get to the point in 20, late, either late 2022 or early 2023, where we'll have a campaign and we'll have you know, when in January we'll, we'll have Necroholic, we'll have 47 Furious Tales, 
will have Reign of Ages, and we will be running that campaign and then fulfillment on that campaign the following month. The idea having gotten to the point where the production schedules kind of sync up um, so that when we launch it, everyone's working on the next book while, while that's running. And it's my hope that as we have more titles come on, we can add them into the mix. The big thing about that from my perspective, and maybe I'm wrong, but I think that this is really a great idea with regard to you know all, all of the people who are supporting us is to be able to make sure that we're saving people on their shipping costs because if you when you ship all those individually and you pay individual shipping that's a little bit more on shipping than necessarily need be done yeah. unlike if you're taking and saying hey we are going to take and get one copy of each you know, and so we're shipping them together, and so your shipping cost comes down. So instead of paying, you know, six dollars or seven dollars, depending on where you're living at um, in the U.S. for your shipping, instead you're actually just paying uh, for each individual book. You're instead paying like, what would it be, like eight dollars for for three books for for the shipping. So you're going to save like. Ten dollars on your shipping costs. You see what I mean, Will? Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's a big thing. Yeah, um, I mean, shipping shipping is shipping cost is definitely the enemy of uh, crowdfunding. So yeah, yeah, definitely. And so with a, a Gemini mailer, you can usually fit up to five books in them. Um, Reign of Ages is uh, issue one is 28 pages um, issue two I think is also going to be 28 pages uh, 47 Fury Sales issue three is a total of 24 uh, issue four is going to be 24 pages um, I think actually I think everything left in 47 Furious Tales is 24 pages except for I want to say I don't have the outline in front of me issue eight or issue nine which is also a short issue. It's a 20-page, 20, uh, 20 like issue two was. Um, but we'll probably take, and if we do another, when that one comes up, we'll probably see if we can get a, uh, a character piece um, or two in there for some bonus art for the, the fans on, inside, the, um, inside the book. Now, is what's, for, what's for, well, 37? Uh, what's 47 running? Six issues? No, 12. Still 12, 12. issues. Because hmm? we here's the thing. Right now, we're still not to the point where Asano gets to Edo. And most of the time when you, you see someone tell the story, they basically go, okay, here's Asano. He's in Edo. You don't have a lot of context leading into it. He does his thing. He commits seppuku. The Ronin get kicked out. They fast forward a year and a half, and then there's the revenge on Kara. We're telling that whole two-year period story. Um, and so there's – with issue three is basically a really action-heavy issue. Um, I think, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think the, the one of the fights that we have in this is, not, is 12 pages long for, for one, one fight. 
Wow. Yeah, it's uh, um, Battle of Fukuoka. So um, it, it's pretty it's pretty intense. And then um, with Reign of Ages, there's um, uh, 28 pages. I want to say about a little more than half of it is uh, is action. It's, it's very action driven in that story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it won't. It, these won't just be action bits by any stretch of the imagination. Forty seven, of course, has a lot of beats in it that are. You know, very character-driven. Issue two, you have, and you know what that looks like. Um, there's actually some some really interesting moments in book three that are um, leading into the activities of book four and book five. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how people um, react with um, the death of a son of Nadanori. And again, that's not a spoiler. The whole series is based on history, so you know it's 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 not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. Mm-hmm. Um, so, really looking forward to to seeing how people respond to that character death. Um, try and give him a little more depth in book three, and then book four is going to be a lot of things leading into that character death. I won't give away too much about the pacing of the story, but yeah, I mean, one third of the, of the narrative in and Asano is still alive, you know, uh, that well, one fourth of it in by the end of issue three. And so it's really, we've taken a lot of time to tell the story in a lot of detail and really give people, I don't know, a, Enough story to chew on, I guess, is a good way to put it. Something to, to savor. Could you could it have been done in in six? Yeah, but you might not have remembered the characters afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be too rushed. Yeah, and there's a lot of there's a lot of characters for this. We literally couldn't go into all of the things that occurred over that period because basically all of the 47 were working very hard on their plot to avenge Asano. And so you really, really can't tell 47 different stories um, of all the things they were doing on the interim. Uh, So you can only focus on the ones that are are more widely known. Plus a lot of the history of what some of those guys actually accomplished is lost. Um, Because as you're aware, uh, Eiko is um, in the same province where uh, Hiroshima is. Um, so, um, yeah, <laughs> there's there's some lost history there. Um, you know, a nuclear strike will 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 do that. But um, it's it's a really really exciting thing to do. Um, my hope is that um, next year, of course, we'll have at least three. Um, but if we can get uh, enough funding between those three that there's enough left over, I'd like to get a fourth book into production so that we can really, really put out some, some valuable uh, work for um, everyone involved. Yeah, for sure. Um, something I wanted to ask was, uh, 
how did the uh, Dungeons and Dames book uh, turn out? Dungeons and Dames is good. We are waiting on one final piece um, before we can send it to the printer. Um, I think I'm going to have that this weekend or Monday. I've got to talk to the artist in question. Um, if I'm not going to have it Monday, there's one backer I'm going to have to refund because he he wants the the book for a uh, gift for his wife. And so what I'll do is I'll reach out to him and say, hey, we're if we're going to be because fulfillment was projected for August, and I still think we're going to make that. Um, but it literally might be the last day of August now when we're shipping, which I'm not very happy about. Um, yeah. Uh, not that it's going to be it's not going to be late. It's just that people will wait like two or three days into September before they get it. And when you've got one guy on there who's saying, hey, this is a gift for my wife and her birthday's in August, well, then, you know, that's something we got to take into consideration. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm, I'm probably be refunding his pledge, um, which is unfortunate that uh, we have to do that, but it's the right thing to do. Yeah. But the book looks great. Uh, Greg Harms um did uh, a little bit of, a, of something different he gave us um an example of his work in color and then several uh examples in black and white uh line art construction so you get to see basically um two different sides of what he does uh, he didn't do one piece and then show across that spectrum he did one one, <coughs> one color piece and then the others um his his pinups are very demure <laughs> Some people say ah, it's more of an action piece, but you know, I'm like, no, that's what he's 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 got his he's got his boobs and his his butts out there. So I mean, that's that's his his pinup model. Um, and then of course we've got the the really cool stuff from Warren and Alexia and Nick, and just it's a it's a, a really interesting uh, collage of styles. Um, we're gonna have a meeting um, probably next weekend uh, to see who wants to um, do a book for Dungeons and Dames in 2022. So, yeah, I got a, I got a little, uh, I got a, I got a little, I don't know what to call it, uh, right now. Cause, uh, cause it's late. Uh, but, uh, towards the tail end of the campaign for that is when all that stuff with, the uh, Wizards of the Coast and TSR dropped and there was a certain video on a certain sci-fi stream that all of a sudden had you know well over 10k uh views on it because of you know because a little something something and uh i was like oh they couldn't have waited until the campaign finished because anything dnd was like poison at that point so we, we we weren't really affected by that i don't think um i think we were more affected by the fact that two other pinup art books came out at the same time um oh, yeah. and i think i think that that caused by surprise uh, but yeah, that's the thing about crowdfunding you never know what's going to go on and like one of the one of the crowdfunded pinup art books was uh karen nicole so of course there was a lot of people who gravitated towards that she did really really real really happy for her the thing is is that our books are entirely different um but um if you've got you know photographic pinup book and then a illustrated pinup book you're going to see a lot of people generating towards the the photographic pinup art it, it's yeah. it's going to happen that way um 
but we had some we have some absolutely fantastic people. Uh, the book's gonna be printed um, on the same specs that uh, Dungeons uh, the Death Comes to Glenfollow was, and so we know what to expect with the, the quality on the book. Um, it's uh, it's nice. Now these pages, these interior pages, that's actually the same page weight we use on the comics. So when you get up to eight and a half by 11 though, that's really heavy paper <laughs> oh, yeah. um and so it's uh it's definitely definitely interesting to see how that's that's shaking out yeah it's uh you've got so much stuff going on because you got the rpg stuff going on yeah. uh you've got 47 going on which of course now I have to have Alexia's cover on every single issue mm -hmm. double signed. So, because uh, you gave, you, you sent me signed copies. I go, well, now I have to have them all signed. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it's the Pokemon of indie comics. Yeah. <laughs> you got to catch them all. It is. It's, it's like, uh, it's like, oh, dear God, I'm suffering from the, I'm suffering from indie FOMO. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, here's the thing too, and I tell this to everybody, you know, because um, some folks are like, man, you know, it's it's not the the books, it's the shipping. It's not the books, it's the shipping. Just talk to your local comic shop, say, hey, can you start carrying books from Sinopa, and just have them reach out to me, and I'll I'll ship them stuff. We just shipped another shipment to the collective um, for more Forty Seven Furious Tales. If you can believe that. Um, us, and Danny sent me a message. He had one copy of 47 Furious Tales issue two left on the shelf. And they needed issue one and some more issue twos. And so they they I shipped two boxes. Both boxes were damaged in shipping. And so the, the big box had the comics and a big stack of 11 by 17s. And it didn't hurt the comics. And it didn't hurt any of the little mini prints. But it destroyed the 11 by 17 art prints that were in that. Um, and then the other box was... Um, was 18 by 24 posters and that got pretty badly uh damaged but fortunately it only actually damaged somehow only damaged one of the the posters that was in that shipment um but danny was telling me he's like yeah it's weird we had the box in the store and the guy came in and got the issue two it came up and said hey do you by any chance have any more copies of issue one and they opened up the uh, the box and got the the comics unpacked and sold another copy of issue one before they even had a chance to uh, unbox them. Right, right so, out of the box. Right out of the box, literally. So, yeah. That's pretty it, cool. It, well, there's a lot of good stuff with getting, uh, you know, books into stores. Uh, speaking of which, I saw you you had some news up about uh, about 47 getting uh, distributed, brought, yeah. Brought, you know, distributed in, in, uh, mm -hmm. in a distribution deal. So, uh, yeah. So I um I struck a, a non-exclusive deal. We have a contract with Comics Mainstream, uh, which is owned by Adam Watson, who also owns Dark Slinger Comics in Oregon, and they are putting spinner racks up in a lot of different store locations. So um, our first store was a marijuana dispensary. Um, shout out to Bigfoot Buds in Malala, Oregon, um, and Bigfoot. Um, is actually got a really good place for the spinner rack too. They put us in a space that's on your way to where you go to your ATM if you need to get cash. 
Mm -hmm. And you've got, you know, your spinner rack uh, just next to the ATM. And then on the other side of that is a, uh, a beverage cooler. So you come into the dispensary, you get your cash so that you can get your, your weed. You get your comics so you have something to read. You get your uh, cola so you have something to drink. You pick up your weed. You go home happy. I know I know some of the dispensaries, uh, especially the, the ones that do uh, the medical, um, will have you... Uh, you know, you're, it's almost like a lounge that, you know, there's a lounge area where you can, you can partake there, especially if it's like a new strain that you haven't used yet. And they're moving you on to something a little stronger because it's, you know, whatever you were using wasn't cutting it. They want you to, to try it in store, and, you know, in case anything weird goes on with you, you know, they don't want you behind the wheel or anything. So right well you shouldn't smoke and drive anyway uh even in a wheelchair yeah you probably shouldn't do that get someone to push you around it's so much more comfortable i can't it's an electronic one. Oh, you're gonna need that tesla autopilot software nah i don't want no, to seriously think about it you said you're like sit there be hacked. you get you get oh, you're not gonna hack that you get um get really high you're like okay I need to go to the kitchen. I need a drink, and just have your you know voice activated command executed, and it drives you in there. By the time you get to the kitchen, you forgot why you're there. Well, that happens all the time now. Yeah. Like I'll I'll get up from my I'll get up from a recliner, get in the chair. I'll go to the kitchen and be like, "Wait, what am I doing here? I gotta go to the bathroom. This is the kitchen." <laughs> I'm like, oh, it just. You know, it's terrible. What do you think about Necroholic shot glasses? I'm thinking um, about getting a set of shot glasses made from Necroholic. Well, shot glasses are always popular. And, uh, but they're a bitch to ship. You got to ship them separately. Well, I have a solution for that. I do. I have a solution for that. I get I, there's a knowing the dimensions I'm dealing with and what the packing dimensions are. Uh, I can get Pack Lane to um, produce some custom boxes for me. Mm -hmm. We can get about that way. Nice. Mm -hmm. My favorite shot glass is a is something called the bubbler shot glass. My favorite shot glass got destroyed by a certain someone about four years ago. Oh. Yeah. So they'll do stuff like that. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, I was introduced to the bubbler shot glass at one of the clubs I worked at, and uh, they bought one for me. Uh, another friend of mine that DJed there, and my buddy that was uh, basically head of club security, mm -hmm. and uh, and then that year. Uh, we all got big bottles of whatever we like to drink. Uh, gave me a bottle of Maker's Mark. That'll, before, that'll cure what ails you. Before we knew it, I got Maker's Mark. Uh, Xavier got Maker's Mark. And uh, Kenny got Patron. Oh, and, be, and And before we knew it, we had gone through 
two full bottles of Maker's Mark and we were halfway through the Patron. Mm -hmm. So the bubbler shot glass, it's almost like, you know, an hourglass lady. Right. So you have, you have the bottom and it's like a bit, you know, a bell housing, uh, not, not to be confused with a bell housing. Uh, right. And it's got like a, a narrow hole like that between the two chambers. So whatever you're going to shoot the alcohol with mm -hmm. like Coke or Pepsi, uh, I will not shoot anything with Coke anymore because uh, I don't think I can become more uh, less white and Coke wants me to, but you know, whatever. So I'll, you know, Pepsi, Sprite, ginger ale, whatever, probably ginger ale. And you fill it up to just about that rim between the two chambers. And then you tilt it ever so slightly and you slow, slowly pour in your poison to the top. Mm -hmm. And then you drink it down and an odd thing happens no matter what you put in there to shoot you don't taste any of the alcohol it's a dangerous practice my friend all you get all you taste is the soda and but you still get very hammered you get oh you get hammered well you know you you well know that you know carbonation uh, carbonation and caffeine will rush anything through the bloodstream twice as fast. So, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, we got, uh, we got, we got so lit. I went and got a cash advance on my credit card and, and ordered like six large pizzas from a place up the street. Ooh. Uh, like all custom pizzas, like, you know, 20 inch circumference pizzas, all, all handmade brick oven stuff. And, uh, yeah. Uh, none of none of us behaved that night. It was bad. Oh no, I don't doubt it. I bet you guys were wrecked the next morning too. We fell asleep in the club. They woke us up the next morning with the cleaning oh. crew. Woke us up the next morning. Luckily, I wasn't the one they tried to put the uh, mop handle up on. Oh. But uh, yeah, it was around it was around Christmas time. So we we basically we fell asleep underneath a Christmas tree on a stage at a. And a go-go club. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. Mm -mm -mm. And I, I found, I found that bubbler shot glass uh, when I moved here, and I'm like, oh, the memories are so gone because yeah. I was so wrecked. I, I, I took, I took. I remember I, those first three drinks and nothing after that. No, I, I was good until like about halfway through the second bottle. I was still drunk, but I was, you know, I was fine, you know, not slurring, walking fine, everything. Mm -hmm. we, we were shooting, we were shooting pool like the whole time. And then we find out, goes, uh, and Xavier goes, well, I'm calling an Uber. I'm going home. Dude, it's early. He goes, dude, it's nine o'clock. I just finished my shift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's what? Like, oh crap. And uh, you know, but I, I took a quick snapshot of it and I sent it into a into a private message and I tagged everybody that I had worked with. 
And I was getting, I was getting things like, "Not today, Satan. Be gone, Satan." <laughs> your no. evil, your evil, go away. Oh, so much fun. You know, so I don't do any of that stuff anymore. But no, that's definitely, uh, definitely and, something you kind of have to get slow down on eventually. Oh yeah, it's like. Oh, you're not 20 anymore. You you can't go out and party all night and then wake up from work, you know, two hours early the next day. I mean, you can, but you'll regret it more. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you, you'll get fired because uh, you'll probably vomit on your boss. So. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to do that. No. No, I'm definitely so, not going to do that. You've got all these projects going on. So it's it's busy, busy, busy. And it just—it's insane all the stuff you have going on. Yeah, it is. It's nuts, but it's one of those things that you kind of, kind of have to do if you want to advance the business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, for example, I was talking to Adam Watson, uh, who again owns um, Comics Mainstream, uh, and we were talking about. Um, what it's looking like on on distribution and what type of um, locations that we're putting books up in, and so for example, one of the places that we're we're putting up um, copies is adjacent to a martial arts studio. Forty Seven Furious Tales lends itself to that location pretty strongly, um, and then we've got some um, some uh, game shops like. Um, one particular shop that focuses a lot on card games, board games, and RPGs, but they don't actually—they actually weren't selling comics. Um, but they are going to be putting a spinner rack up, <clears throat> and then carrying the stuff through com comics mainstream. Uh, it's interesting to me about that because my first sh shop in Kentucky, um, we just actually just got a couple of weeks ago. Um, was the oldest existing uh, comic, uh, oldest existing uh, game shop in uh, Lexington, and that's uh, Rusty Scabbard, and so they're carrying forty-seven and um, some RPG titles, uh, and that was just because I spent a you know a day side by side with the owner at uh, the con that I was at in Lexington for uh, Lexicon, the uh, tabletop gaming convention, and. Um, that was actually very productive. Um, very, very, very good, um, very good con to have gone to. We got into more stores, including our first store in Boston. But um, we finally got their order. We're hoping that um, they'll pay their invoice tonight or tomorrow, and we'll get that shipped to them. Um, it'll be the first shop that carries forty-seven in Boston. So, who'd you get in? Uh, who'd you get in the city? I'll have to look at the invoice to tell you. It's um, it's it's. I've been talking to him, but the guy's name's Mike. Um, I still remember the name of the shop right offhand. Almost everybody's name is Mike in Boston. I didn't know that. It's like, uh, Mike, Matt, Will, uh, yeah. It's well, it's you know, the the makeup of the city has has changed a lot, but. It's still, you know, primarily like uh, heavily in uh, 
heavily on the Irish side. Gotcha. So, you know, uh, interesting thing, segueing back to Nick Capone. You know, Nick's a, an instructor at the Kubert School, and he's a Kubert grad. So I actually met him through Alexia and Brian um, and uh, Christian Martinez and all them. And um, as a current instructor there, uh, he was one of the guys who actually, um, him and, and Lloyd um, suggested having uh, Sonopa represented in their portfolio review for the Kubert School this past year. And so we went through, I went with Alexi and I, we did it virtually. Um, and which is weird because we, we did it virtually while we were in New Jersey. <laughs> you know, I was actually in New Jersey and we're, we're doing this whole virtual thing because um, <clears throat> we had to get 47 signed, right? Um, but um, the interesting part about that is that we got to see a, a lot of artists from a lot of different uh, soon-to-be graduating uh, Kubert folk. And so we've got a, a handful of other artists I'm looking at real hard for other projects out of that graduating class. And then Nick talked to me today. He's like, you know, there's this certain artist who's done a lot of work for DC, done a lot of work for Image. You know, she's pretty well known. Um, and um, he wants uh, her to do a uh, illustration supporting uh, Reign of Ages. <clears throat> so I can't name names yet, but um, if we sign that uh, that particular person on, then um, we hope to get some cross population from from her crowd, her her, her fan base. And uh, that's just it adds another layer of work, but it's something that can be done and and done and handled pretty easily. <clears throat> Excuse me. But it does mean more people to tag on all the uh, social media uh, promos when you put it out there. So yes, you know, now now on. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm cracking myself up a little bit. I was about to say <clears throat> now on Creator Outlet, we're going to be talking about Reign of Ages and these eleven people that were tagging on that <laughs> to show off their fan base. <clears throat> But um, yeah, it's 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 happening, man. We're taking one big step at a time to try and get our production speed up. And uh, any more uh, conventions planned for you this year? I'm gonna try and do Sin City Con, which is right outside of Cincinnati in Sharonsville. Um, I've got to work out what I'm gonna do about childcare because my my daughter's mother um is um having an issue with covid in her house at the moment mm -hmm. um which is is problematic to say the least when you've got you know her her husband and um, then two small children in the house well not small they're they're older than willow the willow siblings are you know a few years older than her um but that's a, a problem uh, in that you know, can't have my daughter in a house that has active COVID cases in it, obviously. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the other thing is, will it even still be going on by the time October 1st rolls around? Um, I really want to do that because it's, it's, it's a, a good con opportunity. Um, 
it's not too far away. It's about a two-hour drive, uh, which I would probably actually just drive back and forth each day. As weird as that sounds, that I, I could I could probably get away with that, or I'll stay at my buddy's uh, place. He lives about twenty minutes on the other side of town. That might be a better idea, actually. Now I think about it, but um, that begs the question of you know the childcare issue. Um, Willow's young enough that I don't really think I could reasonably expect her to sit there throughout the whole con for three days in a row. Mm -hmm. um, but the con's an interesting opportunity as well because it starts on the launch day for 47 Furious Tales issue three. And so I could do the con and then do the scheduled appearances we have on the first. Um, I saved a, a, a date, I saved two dates open that you and I can schedule that first week too. So if we'll just pick out which one's better for you, um, if you're still up to having us for that the promo the the launch window, oh, yeah. and then um, when that's over, of course we roll into Monday, and then you know Peter Samedi's streams are usually on Monday evenings. So I'm gonna reach out to Pete and see if we can get a time slot for that Monday, um, and just run like hell with it. You know we're booking appearances this week uh and and as long as it takes for us to get at least three or four um appearances a week throughout the occurrence of the campaign yeah work smart not hard right yeah you know it's uh the more eyes the better so for for anyone watching the stream either either now or later when you see folks who are putting together these campaigns and you're like, oh, this this is, you know, pay your artist, write your, write your story, pay your artist, send it to the printer and go. No, <laughs> there's a lot more that's going on in the background. It's like a, a duck on the, on the on, on a pond. You know, on the top side, he looks pretty calm. That's because he's focused and kicking the shit out of the water beneath him, you know. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, I swore on the stream. I'm sorry, everybody. Did you? I did. Bad language. Bad language. No donut for me. Well, fuck it. We've been we've been swearing all night. I had a uh, I had Aria and uh, and Rob from CGUK on. Uh, they had Twisted Fairy Tales. Uh, Rob's Rattle and Roll, mm -hmm. and uh, Talus, uh from from Aria, and uh, yeah. I started the stream 9 p.m. my time, and uh, it was already, you know, past 3 a.m. over there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Rob came on at 4 a.m. his time, and uh, Aria came on at 3 a.m. his time. Aria wouldn't turn his turn his camera on. He was, no, I'm a mess. Yeah. I go, oh, you didn't have time to do your hair. We could just shave your head. No. Hey, man, I mean, it's... <laughs> The struggle is real, man. I mean, the struggle is real trying to keep keep shit squared away. Oh yeah, because he's got uh, Arya's got uh, nine days now left on left on his campaign. Uh, Twisted is is still in demand, and uh, Rob still has the sign up page uh, going for uh, Rattle and Roll issue two. I think Manchild's still active too, isn't it? Is it? I think so. I'll have to check. 
with Nandor. Uh, with Nandor, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I invited him to come on, and uh, he gave you one of these. So I'm like, okay. I'll tell you what's what's been a lot of fun is that I I was talking to Adam and we've been going through and and been going through and introducing him to some creators that he hadn't met yet. Which is weird to me because, like, Adam taught me most of what I know about crowdfunding, honestly. Um, between you know stuff that he and I talked about in my first during my first two campaigns, things that we talked about pretty much for every campaign since, and then stuff I've learned from you know Madeline and from Mike Shea's campaigns, and just basically seeing what other people are doing and asking questions in the community. Um, it, it's really really cool to be able to turn around and say, hey, you know, I know you wanted to get, you know, your stuff out in the stores more readily. Talk to Adam, you know. And so, um, Zachary Morris, Morris, I just mispronounced his name, but Zach, who did um, um, his Kickstarter last year, just got his books on you know, on Spinarack, which is his first time in the store, other than uh, in Dewey's. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool to get him into that um, that position. And then um, Mike Shea, uh, from what I understand, is going to be distributing uh, there as well. And of course, the, one of the big things about that is getting him into the dispensaries. Um, a lot of people are really excited about that. Yeah, that's uh, just just being able to get your indie books out on, you know, out on shelves on a regular basis. Yeah, is, uh, is big. Yeah, I'll tell you, there's a another set of, another chain of stores i'm looking for uh looking to get into uh i'm working on um and i guess i can't i guess i can't name them right now because it'd be embarrassing if i don't get it in there but they have 117 store locations in the united states so i really really want to get into that <laughs> I really want to get into that into that and um, get it out onto the uh, onto the shelves it is, is my aspiration um, so hoping to displace some of the um, um, what do you call it the the trash magazines like the the, the, the inquirer the star and all that mm -hmm. hoping to displace some of those in favor of some Sinopa comics yeah, it'd be much better. So, wish me luck on that. 117 stores would mean having to ship about 6,000 copies per issue. So, I'll take that. <laughs> you know, you know, deal goes through the next. You know, five minutes later, you're you're ordering a few. You're ordering a few pallets of each issue from the well, printer. Yeah, I mean, six thousand would be about pallet, yeah, because I I ordered four thousand five hundred copies of, of issue two, and it was most of a pallet. It's a lot of books. Well, I've sold about a thousand of them so far. Yeah, between the the Kickstarters and the, the shipping to shops, and then you know the Indiegogo campaign, um, that money's you know, gone into strengthening the company's financial position and some of it's gone into, you know, paying um, artists in advance, uh, you know, 
uh, it's, it's important. Yeah, you gotta so, you gotta pay your art and you gotta pay your print cost. Yeah, I mean the the, the campaigns themselves are situated for that. Like if I was gonna pay the art, the print cost, and the shipping on a, on a campaign for a book like um, forty seven and have it all paid by the campaign, that campaign has to hit like twelve thousand dollars. You know, uh, and and part of that yeah is because I order larger larger press runs but then by the same token when you're looking at the kickstarter campaign you're not paying you know twenty dollars a book you're paying five dollars a book plus your shipping so but still yeah people keep telling me that i need to raise the price point on that and i don't i don't agree <laughs> you know i just i just don't agree but because you you want to keep it at five dollars because you want to be competitive with all the with all the books coming out from other well you know it's not so much being competitive i guess as it is i don't want people not to read the book because it's too expensive you know Mm -hmm. and so i try to put out like the best quality book i can on the best quality papers i can and you you know how how it's been you've been watching me do it for almost two years now on this yeah um like the death comes a glenfollow book is a good example of this. It retails at nineteen ninety five. Well, I was in a shop the other day, and a book that is ten page lighter as an adventure module on much thinner paper was uh, twenty four ninety five. And I was like, "Wow, we're five dollars cheaper, a lot more content, and far higher quality production value." I'll take that, you know. So that's not saying anything about the writing or the challenge it's just you know the, the print costs and inherit on mm-hmm. you know this it's something um and we managed to pull that off um because i used a lot of out-of-pocket cash from other projects our because our kickstarter didn't even fund two thousand dollars but um our goal was well, pretty low so basically the kickstarter paid for the cover art and then um two of the interior illustrations so but it's selling well the stores that have picked it up um say that people like it i mean the collective has a growing rpg base and it's an adventure so you you're, you're talking about you know your market's maybe 20 percent of your your total rpg population maybe if you're lucky and um so we shipped um i think if it was four or six books maybe it was four um down to the collective and uh they sold two of them in the first couple hours so hopefully we'll be shipping them more um on their next order are they all are all the uh are all the books from that series at the same price point? No. Um, some of the ones that are on uh, the first two of them, anyway, um, are actually more. Uh, how to put this? You've got your pre on demand books on that because I don't have press runs of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and those first two won't get a second press run. Um, just because it's hard to hard to justify putting out 
you know, say <laughs> I order for another 500 books when you might sell a hundred of them. Um, and even doing like a short run, hard to get them into shops when you do such a small press run because your cost per unit is still pretty high. Um, but it's available on print on demand through drive through. We actually saw um, a handful of sales immediately after the release of the of Death Comes to Glen Follow. So we had some some folks who were who were new to the title who liked it, uh, liked the way it looked when it showed up on some streams that we were showing it off on, and uh, that was pretty handy. It was pretty cool to to sell some books to some, <clears throat> some, some new fans. I like that. Very cool. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> hopefully they'll discover some of the other cool stuff we've done like um, the Sinopa Omnibus which is <laughs> Sinopa Omnibus is actually on sale right now so I've got uh, issue 1 and issue 2 of 47 and then issue volume 1 and volume 2 of the Omnibus are all on sale for a dollar a piece on, on drive through to help me raise money to finally replace the engine in my car <laughs> which you know blew up a couple of months ago <clears throat> gotta get it fixed in time for the con so <clears throat> mm -hmm. You right? I got. I just got a tickle in my in the back of my throat. That's all. Okay. <clears throat> but uh, been running here for about three hours. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think we'll uh, we'll call this a night because. Uh, yeah, Thanks for having it, me on. It's uh, it's tomorrow already. Oh God! It is almost tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I wanted I wanted to get you know a good handful of people on, and uh, we were able to do that. You know, even with like thirty seven thousand other streams all running at the same time. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, so we got uh, you know, I was able to get some guys to wake up at like you know three a.m. their time to uh, to come on a stream, and uh, uh, Danny Parker came out, uh, talked about his book. He's almost at a he's almost at a hundred backers for his first product. Oh, cool! So uh, uh, he's doing good. He is in the midst of moving to Florida, and currently does not have a uh, Florida address. And he's compiling the uh, the print file for for his book. The problem the problem is is uh, it's going to be uh, getting all of that stuff done. So I. I, uh, I I gave him uh, contact information for RJ. I'm like, uh, talk to him, and he'll tell you what he can do for you, and hopefully you'll be able to uh, get something going, and you'll have somebody to actually do the fulfillment part of it for you, so you can get uh, you know, so you can get everything done, and you don't have there'll be one less thing to worry about while you're. Uh, securing a new place down in florida so. right you know fulfillment fulfillment's a lot of work no oh, yeah. no, no way around it fulfillment's a lot of work um but i guess i'm getting practice at it. i did fulfillment for 70 backers in four hours so i was, I was pretty impressed now granted our 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 backers who were receiving physical shipments was only about 30 of those Everyone else was all digital of various various sorts, so that was a lot easier. Um, but um, yeah, big stack of big stack of packages going out the next day. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I saw uh, 
Mike Jimmy was posting yesterday because he had he had yeah. the fulfillment for uh, Life on Cora Four, and I got I got a bunch of extra stuff coming because uh, I backed uh, Tailus and his, and they did a they did a crossover uh, promotion. So there you uh, go. I I get a I get a couple extra things. I'm gonna be talking with the guys who are doing the Talislana Fifth Edition. 5e version the they're doing a DD 5e version of talus land with all new art mm-hmm. talus land has been my favorite rpg um for fantasy easily um ever since like 1992. so i actually like the old game mechanics but 5e mechanics will open it up to a more modern audience so i'm, I'm excited about that and i'm looking forward to uh, a lot of the new art because they really went all out for just the highest quality art you can imagine. Um, I, I'm looking at some of these artists for future products because they they did such an incredible job. Um, not going to get rid of anyone in the fantastic freelancers by any stretch of the imagination, but we'll um, we'll look at expanding those numbers as we expand into you know more rapid production. Yeah, I've, I've got some I've got some RPG stuff, but I never get to play because well, I don't have any friends. And uh... <laughs> go, go, you know, you've got friends. Just gotta find ones who are playing and just play online. It's safer right now, anyway. COVID's killing people. And uh, but uh, it's just I'm somewhere around here. I've got like the uh, the Star Wars RPG that came out like you know the West End Games version or the yeah. one from. Yeah, there's the West End Games version, and there's the um, Wizards of the Coast version, and there's I think there's been one other version. I actually like the the first version, the West End Games version. That was really really hard to stay alive in, and if you I were got, play, playing a force user, you were just begging trouble. Yeah, I got that one, and of course I got the I bought it with the dice, and I think like the first uh, the first module that came out with it, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. The Kessel Run. Yeah. And I, I, so I bought all that stuff and then I looked at it and it was like Greek because I had never played anything before. Like, yeah, the West End Games version is pretty cool. The um, version that Wizards of the Coast put out during the third edition days is a lot easier to play. Um, but I still really like the old West End Games version. Um, there's just something about the, the, the way they implemented the mechanics that just works really well with jiving with the whole star wars vibe mm. you know but the star wars vibe uh before disney yeah yeah i mean that that's true back when it's just lucasfilm yeah i know, I know. you're ready i know you're ready to wrap it's almost midnight yeah. um but thanks I for know. having me on and take a look at your october calendar and we'll get calendar on for appearances with um with 47 and we'll have some more cool art to show off and i'll see if i can um wrangle alexia into appearing if she's not too busy finishing up the book yeah if she's if she's still finishing the book we probably won't have her on as many appearances but just because the the production timing on this is pretty tight all i can think of when you say uh we're gonna try to get alexia on the stream is the last time she was able to come out on a stream was uh you know all the jabs of uh how those colors coming 
Are yeah. the colors done yet? Are the colors done yet? Yeah. And I'm like, she she would get it and goes, I'll be right back. And I'm like, she's gonna go get a samurai sword and run me through from the other end of the computer screen. Was yeah. She's yeah. gonna murder me. Yeah. Oh. Good. So before we go, OnlyFans. Uh, I this, actually, I now is, may actually open an OnlyFans account <laughs> just so I can talk about go. geology and other sciences on it. This is your last chance. There we go. I'm going to have to find another shtick for uh, a stream with Sean Howe. Just just say no longer doing porn on OnlyFans. Yep. <laughs> I'm, not, uh, I'm not doing porn on OnlyFans anymore. I'm doing artistic expression. I think there's still going to be a lot of nudity on OnlyFans. I think they're yeah. just stepping away from the actual um, pornographic interactions and such. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't even them that... It's uh, their investors, right? That did it? Uh, no, it's the credit card companies. Just the, the banks don't want anything to do with dirty money. It's the same thing with uh, gentlemen's uh, clubs. Gotcha. Uh, you know, uh, my last boss uh, had been with his bank for probably like 20 plus years. And then one day he said, he "Goes, we can't let you deposit. We can't do. We can't. We're we're gonna. Here's your money, and uh, we we can't work with you anymore." Yeah, that's foolish. And uh, yeah, because then they made an enemy out of him, and he's a little vindictive. Uh, <laughs> just a little. Well, yeah. Um, but you know they don't they don't want that. You know they don't want to be known as the bank that you know caters to adult entertainment of any form you know i'm gonna tell you a little something about the hypocrisy in that statement there's a lot of banks that'll tell you that but yet they'll still take and process money for you know mercenary companies i used to work for mm -hmm. okay now you tell me which money's cleaner the money that has blood on it or the money that doesn't have blood on it well i i said to somebody earlier i go uh they don't want to deal with uh, they, they don't want to touch money from adult entertainment because that's dirty, but they, they deal with government money all the time. And, you know, what's dirtier than the government? They deal with money from pharmaceutical companies as yeah. well. All right. Mm -hmm. um, they don't they, how much money is coming in from a certain source. They handle money from big tobacco. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the hypocrisy knows no bounds, man. The hypocrisy yeah. knows no bounds. I'll tell you what, though, I actually had a meeting with my bank today um, because they had um, they had some some proposals they wanted to run by me, which I thought was interesting. And I ended up um, talking to them about buying ad space in uh, future books to um, support financial services for indie creators. So we'll see if uh, if I can sell them on that idea. That'll help offset production costs. Yeah, definitely. And people say, "Oh, you put in ads because you need the money." I say, "Well, I put in ads so I can pay my help pay my artists easier." You know, not to mention, hell, even if it's like a, a hundred dollars for an ad space in there, that's going to get me a hundred copies of books that I can put in stores. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't want to do more than one ad. Just um, just use that back interior page. But I mean, 
a lot of comics still carry ads, man. And since oh, yeah. my uh, now I'm not gonna put ads in 47 Furious Tales because I always said I never never would in that series. But as we expand, we de we definitely need to find ways to help keep prices down, keep productions up, and the ads make sense. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So uh, thanks again, Sam, for coming out. Uh, hit me up uh, next week, and I will. Uh, we'll sit down and calendar that. Yeah, we'll get we'll get that all uh, all penciled in and everything. And for those of you watching, come out and get your copies of 47 Furious Tales either through Indiegogo or Drive Through Comics, your role-playing game books, also Drive Through Comics. Again, we're Sinopa, S-I-N-O-P-A, Sinopa Publishing. Bada boom. Yeah. So anybody that tuned in tonight, uh, we thank you. Anybody watching this on the replay, we thank you. And uh, support these products that uh, that came out on the on the sh on, on the shield stream. Yep. You know, um, for better 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 term, it's like it's uh, you know, get you know, get a whole bunch of people out and and push some stuff out that's, you know, you know, on demand and active and uh Oh, did you ever find a place to put your poster? Uh I figured out how to fold it up. Oh no, really? So I, I I fold it up and put it to the side for now because I got a bunch I got a bunch of stuff over there I gotta move and I gotcha, I gotcha. You know. All right, that's cool. We'll try and try and send you something a little smaller next time, something that's easier for you to deal with. Oh yeah, like um, the the five point five by eight point five prints. Those are a little easier to handle. Yeah, I I've got it. It's there. Uh, your books are sitting with some of the other indie books. I'm putting them. I'm putting them all. Got to be putting them all in a in a magazine size box. Mm -hmm. so that way, like the oversized ones. Uh, you know, like Mike Jimmy's books and some of the other like oversized books. Yeah, he's got that uh, that European format going. Yeah, we'll all fit in the same box, and I can keep everything together. So cool. All right, have a good one, man. Thanks for having me. All right, me. thank you, uh, everybody. Have a good night, and we'll talk to you soon.